This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. We just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, and saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. <laughs> It's a 170. That was money. I think it's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Um, I, earlier I said the only podcast on the air that doesn't have a buck down, but <laughs> we can change that statement to... Uh, the podcast on there that has two bucks down so pretty happy to share that with you story of mr freeze i know a lot of people have been waiting on this uh, i've got a lot of messages about like dude when's it gonna come on i mean i'm like sat on the edge of my seat i'm like well we got to go in order and uh this is an early one too this is not three weeks out in yeah, yeah so this, this is good. this is so, ripe um i told homie i wanted to wait a little while and let it soak in before I talked about it, instead of just doing a podcast like a day after I shot it, because I still would have been like just jacked to shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So kind of let it soak in a while and uh, really get the good stuff out of me. So we're going to get into our partners quick here and get to the story, because it's probably going to be a long one. So um, let's start with uh, the title sponsor, the VIP Veteran Broadhead. Uh, I just want to put another shout out for your buck. I mean... Uh, that thing did its job on that, and then the amount of people that are putting pictures on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook right now of bucks that are in does and turkeys and and gators and pigs and stuff that are getting shots just insane. So that that broadhead's putting in a ton of work all around 
the United States and in Canada too. So yep, that's pretty sweet. So go ahead and hit him with the VIP veteran broadhead shout out. This week's VIP veteran broadhead shout out is Marshall Snyder. Uh, he commented on our Facebook post and uh, he said he loves the show. So um, a veteran tuning in, listening to us and loving what we're talking about and putting together here. So uh, that was pretty cool. And Marshall, uh, hold on to your seats, man, because we're going to get a good one in here. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah. Ahead. Just uh, want to thank you from my family, Cody's family, everybody here at Whitetail Legacy and Matt and Cindy. And the VIP family. Today, we just found out that Matt said when we hit 3,500 followers on Facebook, uh, he will give away two packs of veteran yeah. broadheads. Uh, and then they got that Christmas deal going on right now. Yep. And they got the... The $35 for a pack. Right. That's so if, if you if you've went into Walmart and you know have shied away, now's your chance to get into it, into a pack. Be careful because once you get them, you're going to have to buy the full price yep. when you're going to buy new because you're not going to want to change anything else. But it's going to be maybe a year or two yeah, because you're going to be yeah. able to reuse that broadhead I'm over still and using over. three years ago broadheads, so... Yep. All right, let's get to Ingrams. You got a little buck. You got a little a buck up there at Ingrams. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, no. I see what you did there. <laughs> I got a buck in the podcast room, not at Ingrams. He's got the cape though. It's like half a buck. Yep. Uh, I took my buck up there. I don't know. I'm not sure how I'm gonna get this buck mounted quite yet. Um, I got a couple different ideas. Um, maybe do a, a full sneak or do another offset shoulder. And then I'm also thinking about doing a pack mount too, um, just kind of like you know uh, my last place on the piece. So kind of we should have packed it out too. We should have packed yeah. it out. That, that ravine was <laughs> yeah. large. Yeah. Um, are you gonna like? Are you gonna make your own pack out of wood, or if, what are you thinking? If I do go that route, I, I think I'm gonna make my own pack. But I don't know. Like some that I've seen online are like old and rustic, and they mm-hmm. look sweet. But I don't know if I kind of want to do like a new age one because I haven't seen one, yeah. you know, kind of a newer age. So Like a new age pack. Are you going right. to like have the hide rolled up yep. and stuff? Yep, like rolled, um, have them roped in. Or yeah. uh, if I do like a newer age one, I like to get one like, uh, you know, on like the backpack, like your backpack, the, yeah. that stretchable. That, maybe yeah. get that, somehow get him in or into that. Yeah, that'd be a sweet so, idea. Something different. Chris is going to do it and yeah. we're going to get him mounted up somehow. I think he's got somehow. a lot of unique mounts going on this yeah. year, so. It's pretty exciting for him. I know he's super stoked. So let's get into ECW calls. Um, they're, they they re-signed with us. For so sure. I know. So they're liking what we got going on. So we're excited about that. Um, uh, we still would have repped them and still used them, even if they didn't re-sign with us, because we got our kids using them now. Yeah. So something we did do, we got Aiden and Rainer custom engraved grunt tubes with the date on them and their name. So when they grunt in, a forked horn uh, and shoot it, that's going to be pretty special. Yep. That's going to be, be like, sweet. You're grunting, dude. You got this all day. That's going to be sick. Yeah. So, so another veteran-owned and operated, all yeah. 100% American company. And after season, we're going to get up there and really showcase the actual amount of work that are put in this cause and, and do a short video for him like we did the VIP to really show what what Jeff's about. Yeah. And, so, And uh, the final one, Scent Lock. Um, it, we have a ton of snow in the Midwest right now. Uh, we got like 13 inches right now and I've been hunting in on and off and the bottom of that bag being leather and just being able to throw it in the bed of my truck and not worry about it or throw it in my driveway. And 
on on get my clothes off or out at the field, put my clothes on, just being able to put it on the ground is huge, man. With the other bags I've had, you're not able to do that because that moisture is going to soak through and then you're going to have a, a mildew problem. But it being leather is such, like we always say, the fine details of scent, like quality scent lock products, you know, or Oz products, it's insane, mm-hmm. you know, so... Uh, be sure to check out that Oz 500 with the 8K combo. Yeah. Um, Christmas is coming up, man. That'd be a sweet yeah. a sweet gift to unwrap on Christmas They got some good day. deals on Christmas, too, right Yeah. Now. Yep. Did you get one of those fleece pullovers? Uh, I, I, I didn't I do seen it, man. It. I, I seen did it, it and, and I was then like, I seen a guy posted one. I was like, dude, that looks just as sweet as I thought it would, yeah. and I didn't do it. I know. 15 bucks for a fleece. And then it had a sweet deal on socks, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I need more socks. I need socks, yeah. I've been sick. All right. Here we are. We're going in. We got Nick Brown in studio. What's up, Nicky B? How's it going, guys? <laughs> uh, he was he was on uh, what? You know what episode? I think it's episode thirteen. The homie's really good at remember episodes. So he's he's from the way back. Um, he's studios, OG. Studios changed a little bit since he's been here. We had mics on the table. Now we got stands and we got Woodford Reserve and we got big screen. We got big screen TV going on. Two <laughs> hundreds on the table. Or, <laughs> close to 200s on the table <laughs> uh, nick actually found the sheds to this buck the year before uh, we'll get into the story of that a little earlier or a little later but uh he wanted to come here uh, i want him to be here uh he pretty much assisted me to get on this piece back in the day uh he's seen a a guy or a kid that wanted to hunt hard and wanted to learn how to do it and he's like man you need check this piece out and we checked it out we shot what three squirrels and then found a 70 inch shed <laughs> so we were like let's just go squirrel hunting on it we'll check it out it's that time of the year where it was i i got it and it was already shed season so and then he was like let's just shed hunt it shoot some squirrels i think we got a rabbit too got three rabbit. squirrels and a rabbit and a 70 inch shed so and then uh right where we found that 70 inch shed i shot two of my bow bucks right there so it's pretty pretty special. I wanted him to be there. This is a this is a monumental moment in my bow hunting career, and I blessed to share it with a couple good friends tonight and good whiskey and <laughs> you know, a warm studio. <laughs> the last time you said some monumental moment on this podcast, <laughs> we sent a veteran through a bush light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was another monumental moment. Right? But this is this is a little bit higher, just like one step up. <laughs> but uh, I mean. I want to start all the way back from the beginning, but uh, I kind of want to get like, I want to get homie's perspective of hunting this deer out of the way first, and then I want to hear like Nick's perspective of the story, and then I'll tell the story. Or do you think I should tell the story and then get the perspective at the end? What do you think? I, I don't know. If I get to talk right now, do I get to like interject while you're talking, or is it this is all you? Shut up. This is all you. Yeah. <laughs> I think telling your guys the side of it first, and then they can relate to it as the story goes on, would be better. Okay. Okay. So you go, you go. Um. So Cody, get some whiskey. Cody, uh, you know, showed me trail cam pick <clears throat> last year, right after he uh, got Mister Freeze in daylight for the first time, and that was you know the no- November twenty seventh, twenty sixth ish time frame last year, and uh, you know not really being on Cody's piece was it was hard for me to like visualize where this deer was at because I'm like dude this is like kind of a shitty picture I mean in reality it was because the deer's angling he's kind of got his head down in this tall CRP grass 
I never been um, up there. I've driven I've driven by it on the road, you know, but I haven't been actually up in that grass or um, by you know where the camera was or how it was positioned. So just seeing it, I'm like, well, that's definitely a giant deer, you know. <clears throat> and, the reason I had the camera like that, just so they know, is it's really hard to get pictures in that grass. Yeah, so I put it up high, angled down on a trail that I'd get be getting a lot of does coming to feed field. And the picture right before him was a yearling doe, and it was nine in the morning, which is crazy. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a little, like mid, not nine thirty seven. Yeah, nine thirty seven in the morning on the edge of a field, uh, eighty yards from a road. Or yeah, so. see, so I mean, so. I was I was just gonna get to that, you know. Um, so the picture you're showing me the a giant. Yeah, you're the not, picture really showed like. You couldn't pat him off that because you could tell he was just there because of the doe. Yeah, like so. you could tell he was definitely on that hot yeah. doe. And uh, so I was definitely, you know, late rut, um, last doe or, you know, handful of does I was in. And um, so we go in this year and, you know, Cody puts cams up for, he's like, dude, you know, this deer was on the beans last year. Beans are down here this year. I'm going to put this cam up and, uh, you know, we got a pretty good shot of getting him on cam if he made it. And it was right where we found the sheds, too. Yeah. We put the cam where we knew that he was wintering because of where Jake found, or from where Nick found the sheds. Right. Yeah. And where he, where he, you got the picture of him last year was at the complete opposite end of the farm. So um, I let you just, you know, know your piece, really. So first card pull, I mean, what did we let it soak? Two weeks, yeah. three weeks? I mean, we let it soak a little bit and, um, I think it was the first deer on it was yeah. Mr. Freeze. And uh, I think you got him going out. And then I think you got him maybe three days later coming back in on a full frontal. Mm-hmm. Um, got right up in the camera. And, uh, man, dude, you could just tell right there. I you know, really couldn't tell if he was going down at that point. He just looked so old. Me and Nick were talking about that earlier. He just looked so old in that picture. I couldn't really tell if he was going to be what he was last year. But I could tell that he had a lot of the same characteristics. He had those inside kickers started. Mm-hmm. He had the heavy mass, you know. Because this is, you know, the still dead middle of summer, and we've talked about it on this podcast, is when you're trying to age a deer at that point, you know, I think a lot of people get thrown off because they don't, they're not used to looking at deer in, yeah. you know, without their winter coats on. So it, they really get thrown off. And... His body, dude, his belly was, you know, his yeah. big, round, uh, blocky body. His neck, where it tied into his um, chest, like, it was sagging already. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for all them things to be going on with his summer coat on, we're like, dude, this this guy's got to be at least five and a half, six and a half, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was a really good picture of him. And, <clears throat> you know... I think that picture when we got the full front was August fifteenth because I just yeah. looked at it when Cam yeah. Cameron shot his deer. So August fifteenth, you know, if he's going to be anywhere where he was last year, he had a lot where of we growing. had his sheds, I mean, we're like, this guy's got to get his ass in gear and get yeah. going. So it's insane how much he grew from August right. to Hardhorn. Like, so um, great. Like we we kind of. Cody's like, you know, hey, we got this scrape tree, which I'd already seen this scrape tree that they're hitting on the way going out to this field and on the way back in. He's like, dude, we, we're going to set you a stand up right here. Nobody's ever hunted in this area before, never had a stand here or nothing. So we cleared out some trees, hung a stand up, and 
you know, I think you, I'm pretty sure you've said on here before, you know, you've had a camera there early, but then you've always pulled it because there's been nothing. Yeah, I've ran a camera there like when you, like in my mind, I was thinking, okay, they're, they're shedding velvet, so they're going to be rubbing here. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a rut rubbing area only, mm-hmm. and it was early rut because once mid-rut hit, that scrape stopped. You know, we did, we stopped getting, they're still traveling through there, but they weren't hitting the ground scrape. They're hitting the tree scrape, but they wasn't keeping mm-hmm. the ground scrape open. Um, and the ground scrape ended up being further down. Uh, at that food plot? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we cleared out a spot, hung a stand, hung a cam. I brought a cam yeah. that I had um, not mm-hmm. functioning right from summertime. And I brought it home. And then I was like, dude, I'll, I'll just bring that cam out. We'll throw it on that tree. And at least it's up and going because I'm not going to drive an hour to put up a cam. Just we hung one, a cam you know? there real early season two, and we got a picture of Sidekick. Yep. And yep. no Mr. Freeze. We had the Freeze. mobile there early. Yeah, we had the just, mobile there early just because yeah. it was easy access to get in there. I think it was the next day after we were in there. Yeah. Or we you, you went back there. the next day to straighten it up or mm-hmm. something because it wasn't sending anything. And then, you know, first deer is Sidekick. So, you know, we got a game plan to leave a camera somewhere that we know is going to be hit later. And lo and behold, you know, we get Mr. Freeze the dead middle of October. Yeah, never had a picture of him when we never had before of in middle October. So we hung that cam on that scrape tree, and then uh, I said, "Let's." I don't know what we said. We that set a couple weeks. It was mid October Mm -hmm. when we got it, and we were about ready to podcast. Yeah, and then we pulled that cam. I pulled that cam right before, and I was accessing the stand through like. A wicked deep draw. Yeah, Bill Winkies is proud of us, yeah. I can tell you that. Homie just was like, the access to the stand is garbage, repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm sweating when I'm getting there, and it's 100 yards access. I'm like, yeah, you had to crawl out of a mountain. I I think and, in uh, one of my interviews, uh, one time I hunted there by myself, I said, Cody's got me playing American Gladiator just trying to get up in here to this stand. <laughs> but it was, it was the right way to access that it thing. It is perfect. It is it's perfect. because I got in that tree and then had a – a small buck feeding acorns 60 yards from it and never never seen me you know so mm-hmm. we did we did you know we did that right and then end up getting pics of him we pulled that card and we looked at the pick and i go oh that's him and but it was kind of like it was kind of a crappy pick you know we couldn't yeah it was a good pick we got a lot of them right but it was hard to really tell what he was we never got like a real clean no. hard horn like <laughs> this is what i am pick so the way we're just trying to get him on cam and when you see a deer like that you're gonna know what's him and <clears throat> so we positioned it on the east side of this scrape tree and the trail is on the west side of the scrape tree so the scrape tree's in the middle and he comes in turns right off the trail, looks right at the scrape tree, and then you can tell in the sequence of pictures, he's like doing the head bobbing thing up and down because the flash is going, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's bobbing up and down, but his three quarters of his right side is behind the scrape tree. Yeah. And when we say a scrape tree, it's like, I mean, it's a legit tree, dude. Yeah, it's like thigh thick tree, Yeah, it's it's no joke. And (laughs) we're in here, We got I got it on the laptop on the big screen in the studio, and Cody's like, <laughs> I'm like, there he is, middle October, <laughs> and uh, did a dance for a little bit, and uh, and then uh, then we then then oh the camera, oh my god, if we, co- <laughs> we spent we spent two hours trying to figure out the time on the camera because mm-hmm. 
something was messed up, but I don't know if the batteries were low or what the deal was, but the time kept, like, we would set the time and it would not work. So we had to go from, like, I text you when I was pulling the cam. What time oh, no, did we, I get the picture? We went off your arm pick. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> arm pick was, and I text you. I was on the phone with you. I'm like, yeah. Hey, so I called you at this time. What does the camera say? Then backtracked <laughs> it to when the deer was there, <laughs> and it ended up being like six hours and forty-seven 40, minutes. Yeah, forty-seven or minutes. But we got her down. I'm like, okay. He's there at like three in the morning. So all that work was for nothing. Yeah. But. He was always going the same direction. Like you could tell it was pitch dark, but is it, you know, 8.30? I yeah. mean, is he close? Is it 8.30 and he's coming from the other bedding area? Or is it like, in the morning and he's going to the other bedding yeah, area? Yeah, is it 8.30 and he was daylight somewhere on your piece? Yeah. But, nope, dead middle of the night. And um, went back in, set the time. You did. Yeah. Uh, still didn't hold it. So mm-hmm. time's still jacked up. And then it says it's like uh, January 1st, 2015. I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah. So, you know... Got the got the picture, I guess. So that's you know. They yeah, were released a picture in video form. People are gonna be like 2015. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we'll just crop that out. Um, you know that really got us um, pumped up because you know it's something new. We're trying to, you know, we think this deer is older. Think his home core area is gonna shrink. Um, really figuring out where where he's bedding. Uh, we know where he found his sheds, and then. Uh, there's another spot on your piece, this grass, uh, little finger that you were talking about. And, you know, we started putting that into play because of the way we, when we got him on the mobile cam, mm-hmm. the way he's angling through your piece, you know, 40 minutes before daylight. So we're like, all right, he's not going far. That was early October too. Yeah, like so, 17. you know, I mean, he's not going to be up roaming around until 9am. So, you know, we're like, he's going, he's coming out of this bedding hitting the mobile cam, going to where this other... Um, on the southeast. On, on a, a south on, wind. On the yeah. southwest, yeah. Uh, yeah, southwest, yeah. So that was also another thing that we're um, looking into is, you know, every time this deer shows up, it's southwest wind. Mm-hmm. So we're game planning. Uh, we had a... When he shows up on the north, it's southwest. When he shows up in the middle, it's whatever see i think it's because he's got that he he used that that draw used that southwest wind to check all that when he was going and he's like okay it's good so then whatever it is when he gets up he's already checked it you know Mm -hmm. you know the southwest wind was coming into play so we pretty pretty much knew that we couldn't kill him at that point yeah and the, the reason that we thought he was going to this piece is because when you go shed hunting you're like dude this little spot is just tore up and Mm -hmm. you can definitely tell that a buck would would go would push a doe in there and just hold up. Yeah, and then I, nobody's nobody's I, ever going to be there. Yeah, I got the trail cam pictures of him coming out late December of it, or early December at dark, right before right before dark, like twenty five minutes. And then I got, uh, I see I always see I seen that eight with a drop that I ended up losing mm-hmm. last year come out of that in the middle of October. So I know that big bucks like that area. I know there's a lot of sign, and I know that he's betting there. By the trail cam pictures, there's literally nowhere else he could bed. And you find point. you find you know a handful of yeah, sheds in that sheds every year. There, yeah. Um. So then that's when we started game planning on here on this podcast. You know, um, we're gonna try to get on the screen house, do some radical stuff, and then we're gonna go in, hang a stand on a southwest wind and hunt it. But we put a camera there. But and, then we put the camera there off the field edge. And, and he wasn't accessing that side of the ridge. He's accessing the other side. Right, because we had him two times on the mobile, I think. No. And then never 
on that cam where yeah. they're crossing the ravine at. So he wasn't really going to that bedding area is what we found out. And then that just kind of was like, damn, you know, we, we thought we were close and uh, just, you know, didn't pan out. After he wasn't it. accessing that bedding area the way we thought he was. Yeah. He was going to it, but he wasn't accessing it. He was crossing that ravine, hitting the be the west side of it and then coming up right by the greenhouse so my my plan was to kill him the first week of december still mm-hmm. yeah yeah like th- right now or like this shotgun season yeah was you know i felt really good about this shotgun season or early december so got into that plan and um we're just kind of back to square one again you know just kind of being a random deer but still likes the southwest wind and you know we're not we're not matching him up from point a to point b quite yet the only thing we knew was that on all the trail cam pictures that we had, he was never betting. If it was a north, he wasn't betting on my piece. Yeah. That's the only thing that we knew. He was early in the morning headed west. Which, you know he was betting there. But I don't know why I said that. You know he's betting there because we got him on the scrape tree so yeah. many times. Yeah, he's betted there, but he's going to the... And he's not betting by the yeah. double man stand because that's just flat and yeah. open. Well, I mean, he could bet there, I mean... And that's the one, the thing that I like might have changed him this year was, I still haven't accessed that. That, what do you? I, how many I acres is did. that, Nick? What do you think from, from the greenhouse to, that ridge? If if I'm just staying on the north, like all that, probably, maybe eight. Yeah, I mean, so eight acres. I didn't. Ten. And there's there's a couple dead tree, those big oaks that fell a couple years ago. Yeah, I've 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 jumped decent bucks in there with snow on the ground yeah that you would go oh that's a really big buck before you got to the double man stand on that trail yeah right there where i think he's accessing that and before i knew he wasn't bedding there because i was accessing double man stand so i would have walked right past him blew him out but then he was there 25 minutes after dark after i just walked back through there Mm -hmm. you know so this year he could have been using that more because we didn't even hunt at the food plot stand. No. You know, so even if the wind would have been swirly there and kind of blew me back in there, I didn't even hunt that. So I literally haven't hunted <coughs> on that small of a piece. I haven't hunted eight acres of it, you know, so then you're cutting it even smaller, but that's what we had to do. So that was, you know, late October, really, when mid to late October, when, you know, we're just kind of like, well, you know, that plans out. We still got the greenhouse still in the play because he's coming out of that bedding and he's hitting down by this scrape tree. So that's still in the play. But is he going to be through there on a wind that we can hunt? We just kind of rolled we kept around. Get, we kept getting camp pictures of him at the scrape tree <coughs> yeah. on the trail, but not on the tree. Because we moved the yeah. cam to get better picks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we never got a really solid pick. But when you see him, you're like, oh, yeah. Because like, you'd be like, oh, that's a nice 140 class buck. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious. Be like, oh, 140. Oh, that's nice. That's eight with a kicker. That's one forty. Yep. You're like shooter. Oh yeah. Shooter. There's M fourteen. You know that's a decent buck. And then you're like, wow, oh, God, there he is. There's Mister Freeze. <laughs> Just you takes know? up the whole picture. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, there he is. You know. And uh, we were hunting there. We were we were hunting hard, but we we're hunting right. And all of the stuff we did, all the running cams, all the hunting, all the walking around. Um, you know, right where this deer's standing. Um, you know, pissed in a couple scrapes and never, never spooked this guy, never, you know, ran him off. So go ahead, Nick. I, I got a lot that I'm thinking of, but I'm going <laughs> to save it for mine. So we're, we'll get Nick's side of the story now, and then we'll go to mine and I'll fill in gaps and, uh, 
and go from there. I'm going to take this hoodie off. Yeah. <coughs> well, my side of the story is I know that Cody then seeing this deer and chasing this deer, you know, for the year before and pretty excited about him. And, oh, you know, it was really past that time of the year when most guys were probably like, yeah, I ain't looking for sheds no more. I got home from work one night, and I'm like, you know what? We go look for sheds tonight. And I walked out. Fortunately, about this ground that Cody hunts, I live right there. Yeah, he lives right on it. So right I get the it. I get the immediate update of like, oh, three does yeah. in the north field, a buck in the north field. <laughs> so, so for the last eight years, you know, I get to see a lot of these deer that he's shot, and you know. And people are like, well, why don't you hunt it? I'm like, well, I never wanted to be a big buck hunter, I guess. You know, I don't know. I never got into that. So anyways, one night after work, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go a little daylight and going to go look for some sheds and walk out. And I walk through and I'm like, wow, that's a pretty nice shed. I pick him up and turn around and I'm like, holy cow, match set, you know. And I set them side by side and I'm like, yeah, it's match set. And I click a picture on my flip phone and send it to my buddy. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, text me back. He's like, hey, you care if I come over and look at them? I'm like, nah, go ahead. I'll be here. I found a couple, found four sheds right there. Might have found another, an 14 shed. A, another four-point shed and a little a little two-point shed. And Cody came over and same night, about an hour later, and he's like, that's him. That's the one, that's him. I'm like, okay, you know, cool. He's an awesome deer. He's all broke up. You know, you couldn't really, you couldn't get the full effect of what he was because he was broke. And Cody's like, he's got this and he's got that and he's broke up. And I'm like, yeah, he's a, you know, he's, he's a solid deer. You know, he's solid 170s, you know, if you, easy. Yeah. And like I said, you know, time goes on and I had a trail camera out right behind my house and I was getting pictures of him. Mm-hmm. early too in august i'm like man you know he's coming this is definitely the same deer you know because he's over here and just that massy base There's right not just massy, that massy I mean, base around it didn't even look <coughs> you had a picture of him where it was just main beams he hadn't even started right yet. yeah and, just you, and you were like beams. oh yeah that's gotta be him yeah it's i just mean just just same mass like his they were saying you know he didn't it was getting late in the year, and it, it was like Cody had that picture of him where he could see he was looking old. I'm like, man, he's old. Yeah, he was I looking old. I mean, he old, had, man. like, skin hanging and yeah. sway back. I'm like, man, this is this deer is just old, you know? I mean... And when you look, when you pick those sheds up, you're thinking, yeah, this, I mean, the mass and the kickers and... 
It's like when they get old, they start throwing that weird junk stuff. and weird shit. I mean, I've here. got sheds from there, and a lot of these sheds have got junk, you yeah. know, and they got crazy palmations and just a lot of a lot of good stuff going on. And there's been a lot of weird kickers coming out of there for years now, and mm-hmm. these guys, you know. They're they're all technical deer hunters, you know. <laughs> they're talking they're talking about all the trail camera pictures and the wind and stuff and and for thirty years I've hunted deer. I'll be forty one years old this December and for the last thirty years of my life I've hunted deer. And I've always told guys, I'm like, I don't care what you have on picture or how much you paid to hunt that ground every year, if you're not there to kill the deer, it don't matter. It don't matter if you pay two thousand dollars to lease that twenty-two acres or not. It don't matter if you had twenty-two hundred acres. If you're not there to hunt it, it's irrelevant. What was it Thursday? I was in Nebraska with my dad, deer hunting with my dad, and Cody called me a, a Thursday or Friday night. We was talking and. Mm-hmm. Ever since he's been on this ground, I mean, he's killed a deer from <laughs> mid October to early early November, a decent buck with his bow, and he's always called me. He's like, "Man, I got this deer down, and it's a good deer," and you know, and I think the first two I didn't get to go out and retrieve, and last year he shot that big nine pointer, and I'm like. Crime and Natalie, dude. This thing's a moose. Yeah. We're dragging it through the beans and the mud. And I'm like, oh my, I'm getting too old for this stuff. Yeah. Thank but, you, dude. So we're talking Thursday, Friday night, and the kid ain't got deer down yet. And he's like, man, he's like, I'm almost burned out, Nick. I'm like, you know, well, how much time he? He's like, I got 120 hours in the stand. That's like ass. 120 in the stand. hours in yeah, the stand. Not just. I'm not talking driving. about hanging out, setting up in the stand. Yeah. In the stand. Okay, this guy works numerous amounts of hours at the railroad. I mean, 60, 70 hours a week at the railroad year round. He's got two kids. From a baby to two years old, he's got a great wife. Yeah, super solid wife. Let's I mean, this time. this <laughs> this isn't. We're not talking to Bill Jordan or Michael Waddell and stuff. I mean, this is a guy that loves to hunt. That's putting in the work to get it done, and we're talking, and he's like, "Man, I'm I'm burned out." And he's like, "I'm almost kind of like." I'm over it for the year. I'm like, eh, you know. He'd been the the weekend before. He'd been down to Missouri with his grandpa rifle hunting, making memories, passing on deer. You know, passing on deer. Most guys be like, well, I paid two hundred bucks for this tag, so I'm gonna shoot it because it's a buck. And he's passing on it. That was a solid buck. I seen that film. Yeah, I mean, he's passing on. Nice. It. I mean, but that's that's who he is. You can't. I mean. I mean I plan on going down there next year. Next year, so and that buck would be a good one the next buck's year. Still, you know? Yeah, so. I mean, hopefully next year he's still there. And I got the stand hung, and I know he's using that pinch. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, ah, you know, you never know. He'd be a shooter next year yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. It was kind. Of, I'm like, well, you know, 
you're putting in time and work and that's going to come around. And it came around. Yeah. And we're driving shit. home Saturday morning from Nebraska. I'm tired. I mean, me and my dad been hunting for a week, daylight to dark. Yeah, that's a whole story day. in itself I right mean, there. Yeah. Like the last day we hunted all day long, I walked eight miles. Did you, know? you Did you camp it or did you hotel or did you mix it? Airbnb. Airbnb. <laughs> I love, I'll tell you right now, I'm a redneck through and through, but Airbnb is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Man, you can Airbnb anywhere in the world and find a great deal. I mean, we had, I'm going to give a shout out right now to, to <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Schrock, Cheryl Schrock. Great little ranch house in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful. It was awesome. Great. Cheap. I mean, you cannot get a hotel for 500 bucks a week. Yeah. They had two bedrooms, two bathrooms, a full kitchen, living room. Damn. And, and be like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Airbnb. All the way. <laughs> all right. That's a good but, tip. <laughs> we, still get, we still got a truck at one time. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> He, we're we're driving home. My dad's driving, and I mean, we left Nebraska, and it was shit. It was like it is in Illinois right now. The roads were icy. It's three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, and we get we're you know we're halfway across, we're almost to Iowa or whatever. And my phone rings, and it's Cody. And he's like, Nick. He's like, I. I I shot him. I shot Mr. Freeze. I'm like, dude, I mean, I wanted to cry. Yeah. I mean, really, I wanted to cry. I cried. <laughs> I cried. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, bud? That's what 120-some hours, two states, and no deer got you. That's what that got you, man. All the, I mean, all the trail camera pictures and stuff, that just makes the story even better. The the match set that I found last year, if somebody else had shot this deer, I'd be like, yeah, I got the match set for that deer. <laughs> Here they are. But guess what? They're staying on my dresser. Yeah, but right. this is my this is my guy. Yeah. This is this is my guy. Yeah. I'm like, bro, them are yours. If it was anybody else, <laughs> they wouldn't have enough money to buy them. <laughs> I remember. Sorry. I remember uh, talking to Nick. I was like, he's like, bro, I like, dude. I'm so glad you found him because I know he's, I know he's alive, you know. And I'm like, okay. So he's wintering here, so I got a really good chance that he's summering here. So my my idea of him summering here is going to be right. So I'm like, I'm just going to run trail cams there. I'm like, if I shoot him, bro. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you can have them." <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man!" But I knew that I yeah. knew this deer was there. Yeah, I mean, this deer, you know, like I, I've he probably had a home area maybe three hundred some acres. Yeah, that's what I think. He, he probably wasn't even covering that much. I mean, this deer had everything he needed and he wanted right there. He had good cover. He had good bedding areas. Plenty of does. Gang loads of food yeah. and water all the time. We I mean, there's natural springs on... on this ground. There's ponds. There's awesome bedding areas mm. that surround this, this piece of ground that never get nobody ever nobody ever sees because people don't let them hunt the ground. Yeah, and it just makes that area so much better. Yeah. I mean, it just 
in 30 years of deer hunting, if I had a million dollars to buy a piece of ground, I'd buy that 22 acres and that would be it. Damn. Because, I mean, never in my life have I seen the quality and the quantity of deer that, and that's one of the reasons when Cody was looking for a piece of ground and he was having a hard time getting to it, I'm like, you know what? Here's this lady's number. I know these deer are here because I see them. I don't really care about hunting them. I love deer hunting, but I never got into it. Yeah. You know, I never got into holy cow, you know. Yeah. I love, I was more excited finding the sheds last year. Yeah. That probably would have been shooting the deer almost, you know. I mean, to find Nick a calls me. set. Nick calls me with a button buck down with a muzzle loader. He's like, right. got a button buck down. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're Jack. I love it. That's why I, that's we get along great. But I mean, man. he got in there and every year he's taking a quality solid buck off of this ground. Not because he's got good trail camera pictures. It's because he's in there getting it done. He's in there putting in time in the stands. He's sitting all day. He's freezing. It's raining. It's snowing. Hey, I'm taking my buddy out to shoot a doe today. And I shoot Mr. Freeze. I know. That's insane. And I told him, I said, yeah, you you (laughs) make sure you tell I'm texting him. From 300 miles away. Yeah, Jake, make sure you tell him you're the reason he got that buck today. Because <laughs> yeah. we're going to go back there and get a doe. Yeah. Nick Nick texts Jake that I had there. He said, save the button bucks for me. <laughs> <laughs> we got to eat tender. I like tender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, that is the wrong stand to shoot a doe out of. It is. It's a terrible <laughs> stand to shoot a doe out of. But I was there. Because I knew that was the place to be, and I told Jake, I said, we're going to sit as long as we physically possibly can. Jake brought a lot of food with him. He had Chinese potstickers in the stand, man. <laughs> Who brings Chinese <laughs> potstickers pot out He breaks out a bag, he's got Chinese <laughs> potstickers. I'm like, what are you eating? He's like, Chinese, bro. I'm like, all right. You, you want one? Yeah, sure, man. Hit me up. <laughs> I got to pass up free food, but yeah. So. But no, I mean, I, we got home, and... I got home on a Saturday and Sunday night. I told the wife, I was like, right, I'm going to go over to Cody's and and look at him. Because she's like texting me from, you know, I'm still oh, three, yeah. 400 miles away. <laughs> and they're, they're going by my house. And, you know, of course they stop and they're like, and my wife's like, holy cow, that's the biggest deer I've ever seen in my life. You know, my eight-year-old daughter's like, dad. That deer is huge. I'm like, well, yeah, I know. I know it's big, but, you know, so Sunday night I got to come over and see him and listen to Rainer say, big buck, and the wife go, he just looks at him all the time. (laughs) He looks at the antlers all the time. Like, we're just, yeah, whatever with the kids. Let me look at these deer antlers. My wife's well, like, uh, you want me to sleep on the couch tonight so you can sleep with the horns? I was like, well, that's a possibility. I mean, <laughs> yeah, can we get I that mean, going? But to, to, to find the sheds, 
to find the sheds in the next year to have them put them down is probably, you know, you see guys that do it and they, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I've got two, three years of sheds. I've got four or five years, you know, but to actually finally put it in perspective, in perspective with somebody else that you know and that you're really close to is probably, probably one of the, I definitely, I mean, probably number two on my most accomplished badass things of 30 years of deer hunting, man, for sure. I mean, because the last few years, I've kind of got out of the killing portion Mm -hmm. of deer hunting. And And turkey hunting and everything, you know. I I mean, you've been, that's what you were doing. You were turkey scouting when you found the sheds, weren't you? Yeah, just. Get ready for a youth season for Alex to go out. I mean, it's it's just it's awesome, really. Yeah, it is, yeah. I'm really. I mean, we're sitting here right now. I'm looking at these sheds and and this rack, and I'm like, it couldn't have happened to a better person. No, nope. I, I don't mean, know about that, but I, I mean, mean, a lot of guys say it's luck, and I've always I've always told guys, you know, luck's got a lot to do with it, but you gotta be there to be lucky. And in my in my book. Ninety-five percent of killing a big deer is being there to kill that deer. Because if you're not there, yeah, you don't know. If I would have been there you'd that never day. Know. He'd, he'd been. I would say that's what we're finding out because we're not smart enough to figure them out yet. So mm-hmm. we're just we're just hoping to be there and be lucky. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it is. I mean, you can have all the pictures in the world, but you you'll never. I mean, it's like that deer did not get a hundred ninety plus inches. Hmm. By being, yeah, I mean that's what erratic we, and me and homie were talking about forty-two shots opening shotgun morning. Right, I mean that in the morning, in I the mean, morning, up till from that area in the last few years has got a lot more pressure in it. You know, yeah. I mean from the morning, so wait, we could shoot at like six twenty or six fifteen, right, to ten thirty. Yeah, I mean forty-two, 42 shots, forty-two shots. So you think you know half of them. So twenty one is yeah misses or you know <laughs> a second shot half. yeah, and then you know how many are does and how many are bucks you know right yeah. I know there's so, a couple of solid bucks that got dropped. Would you, you just say eight, six, seven, eight solid bucks done yeah. in the first morning? You know right, and, and then just what you can hear. The bad thing and, was and the weird thing is is a lot of guys you know the first shotgun season was kind of crappy here. Like I yeah. said, I was out of state. I ain't got a shotgun tag. We was out of state and the weather was kind of crappy. But they killed more deer first season this year than they did last year by quite a few numbers. Yeah, last I was year, really surprised. It really surprised. I me. can't remember what it was. Last year I just read. I just read it two days ago. Yeah, Saturday yeah. it rained. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and it, it was real windy. Yeah, and it, I was, but I was down in that draw because you got beat up that first day. Remember? Oh, I got hammered that first Saturday. It was just like oh, thirty mile an hour Friday. Winds. Yeah, or Friday. Yeah. Another thing I'll say is. This is the first shotgun kill buck that yeah. Cody's taken off of this property. All of his buck kills off of this property have been with a bow and arrow up until now. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I would love to get it done with a bow, and and if I would have been in that stand with a bow. Bow or a shotgun? Yeah. 190 plus inches. Yeah, I mean, you 190 gotta, plus inches of antler on the ground? Yeah, you got to do it. I don't so, care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he would have been... 40 yards at one point if I'd have kept letting him go. Oh, man, dude. So, but he was at 60 
So I was like, ah, time to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much when he cleared the brush is what I shot, yeah. you know. I seen so. the video. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't give him much time. <laughs> Did you have the volume right. on? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the video is not PG. We're going to edit that for you guys because I get pretty Pretty stoked, pumped but, up. Oh, yeah. Pretty but. pumped up. All right. Well, I'll just fill in the pieces a little bit of the story. Um, so the year before, Nick found the sheds. So I got a picture of a deer late October, chocolate horned, real heavy, 10 point with kickers or split brows. I thought, is that 16? Yeah. This is the year before. Yeah. Like before he found the shed. So not. Well, he found the sheds this year, technically. Yeah. Okay. So this would be the year right. before that. 16. 2016. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So 2016. And I see him, I'm like, okay, I get one picture of him. I'm like, that's a buck that I want to hunt. And he's probably 150s, maybe a little better. You know, just real nice deer, nothing crazy, just heavy mass. And he's on the back, he's on the back of the north. I'm like, okay, this is a killable deer. It was in daylight. So I was like, all right. And then I never got a picture of him again. Then I was in there hunting. I end up shooting homeboy november 12th which was another deer that i was after and uh i was like you know i'm pretty satisfied with homeboy i got both of his sheds the year before um he blew up a lot great bow kill and uh, i kind of like set back a little bit and was like okay you know i'll shotgun hunt and then i'll go a little bit but that was you know middle of the rut so after i shoot a buck on that place or even after you shot that doe it's like that, just that little bit of pressure. It's just a oh, light switch of just like the mobile insane. cam, just nothing. You know what I mean? So I know once you shoot a buck up there, you're pretty much, it's done, you know, for a while. Just dragging them out. Just that, I don't know. And nobody's even been there since then. No, so. it's just the pressure of that one time. It just, these big deer just don't handle it, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, fast forward the next year, I get a picture of a deer in velvet just a stud. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see that velvet pick of yeah. him in 17. Just a stud. And I'm like, all right, this deer's got it going on. And it was crazy because I remember I just I just had hung the mobile cam a couple days before, and I was just feeling out the Moultrie mobile, you know. And uh, I get a pick. I just sat down in my chair at the house, and I get a pick. Was that it? I remember yeah. that. Yeah. You are yeah. like, man, I just put this up, and yeah. I get this picture. Like yeah, I just two got hours a picture later. of a giant, you know. And uh, I guess get a picture of this monster, and it's in velvet, so obviously it looks bigger. But he just looks, he's got his ears kind of a little bit back, but he just looks wide. He's heavy. He's got a lot going on. He's got the inside kickers. He's got split twos. I'm like, oh, man, he's got split brows. I'm like, this thing's got it going on, you know. And uh, the first picture I get is just like, like a third of its body without the rack. I'm like, oh, it's a giant deer. You know, and it's like a three-shot burst, a boom, 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 and the next three are him like turning every every direction. So I'm like, awesome! I get this buck, and then then I get the runner up ten, pretty close to then, and I'm like, all right, I got two, I got one buck that are right on the edge. I probably need to pass, but I got one that I know is a giant, and I'm gonna chase. You know, and then nothing. I get nothing, just like I expected this year. I get him in velvet. Uh, series of pictures, and then I get nothing. Did you have him in velvet last year as long as we did this year? 
I don't know because we had him for like we had him for like a month in Velvet. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I know I had at least a, a month of them on my on my camera yeah. in Velvet. But see, this was on the very north side of my property, but it was so beans up there. Yeah, but yeah. it was beans up there. But the the crop field had right, they yeah. had rotated crops. So yeah. I was like, he's here on the beans. That's making sense. I'm like, okay, he's back in there. He's coming up over this ridge. So he's basically coming like from the double man stand. So he basically could have been coming from that grass bedding area mm-hmm. at that point. I just didn't know. I just get pictures of a giant. It's really hard to, when you get, uh, you know, six pictures, you're like, <coughs> I mean, I know where he come from, kind of, and I know where he's going, kind of, you know, because you really can't piece it together real good. And then uh, nothing, and then November 27th, I get a daylight pick of him, and a guy pulls a trail cam, and he shows me, and he's like, oh, here's a decent buck, you know. And I'm like, oh, that's him. You know, that's a giant. It just doesn't look like a giant because the angle of the camera. I'm like, oh, that. And then I'm like, all right, he broke off this. Well, he broke off his G4. He broke off inside kicker, a split brow, and then half of his other inside kicker at that point on the trail cam. And I was like, he's still a giant. I'm still chasing him. And uh, I was like, okay, so he's here and he's headed in this in this grass in the middle of the morning. Then late November, I get a trail cam picture at the double man stand. Right before second shotgun season. And it's right before dark. So I'm like, okay. He's coming from, like, towards your house. He's coming from your house, right. headed towards <laughs> right. the bedding area. You know? So I'm like, where is he? I, I'm At this point, I'm like, I have no idea where he's bedding. It hasn't dawned on me. So I'm like, I'm going to go hunt that double man stand and hope that I got 20 minutes. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go there and hope that I get it. You know, get a crack at him with a shotgun. I'm like, man, if he was if he was a hundred yards out feeding, and he finally got there on acorns, you know, I could maybe possibly get him. I had the right wind, so I went in there and seen no deer at all. And then I went like the long way around, trying not to get on the same trail that this deer was on. And uh, then that shotgun season was super hot, like it was hot temperature. And so I was like, well, I'm gonna go to the north and set up there. Uh, I feel like I got better wind here today because it was more north that day. So I'm like, if I set up the double man stand, it's going to be blowing right where he's coming from. So I'm going to go to the north, hoping maybe he comes to this field or, you know, maybe looking for a late, late doe. And I hunted that. And then it's like December 3rd, December 5th, you know, December 7th, he was there, you know, like repeatedly. I'm like, all right. And he was at the double man stand and he was headed towards the north. And I was like, all right, I got to get in there. And hunt hard late season because I feel like if a deer is there at that time frame after the rut, he's gonna he's stay there. there. You know, what I mean, he's gonna he's be there because he he has no really no reason to leave because he's not gonna be chasing does. He's not gonna be you know looking for other food because it's already cold enough. He's found his he's found his zone that he wants to be in. So I hunted him hardcore, and we had a lot of really cold temps last season. And I remember the last hunt of last season the sun setting on the last day of season and i'm like i didn't get it done and i passed a button buck that day and i almost shoot that button buck <laughs> <laughs> like last day of the year right at dark i'm like i almost shot that button buck it's like five yards right there on the north stand with a corner right and, by the fence yeah right the, there the deer is right by the yeah, fence yeah side. yeah right where it was crossing right into it so i was like oh. you know, i'm just gonna let it walk you know and i walked out of there and i was like, I was upset, of course, because do- the season was done, you know, right. always as a hunter when the season's over, you're like, well, now I have six months, seven months where I'm not, 
I can't do this. You know what I mean? So it's a depressing feeling, but I took it and I was like, all right, I, I feel like he's going to be here next year. I feel like I got a good chance. And at that point, he, from the trail cam picks, when I got him in summer, he looked old. When I got him in the rut, he didn't look that old. In 17. In 17. So I was like, all right, you know, okay. And then I was like, he was on the beans this year, so I'm expecting him to be on the beans this year, so I'm going to run cams down here. He was on the beans last year? Yeah. Okay. So he, we started early on cams, like real early. Like most people didn't even have cams out, and I was like, homie, we got to get out there. Cause I, I was looking. I even had a cam out before yeah, you, you did. did. You had them out way early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean. Yeah, way early. But I was like, I'm looking for two bucks. I'm looking for sidekick, the big eight that was with him, that yep. was starting the splits, and then the Mr. Freeze. <laughs> and I named that buck this year, actually on this podcast, because I have the most pussiest toes out of any guy I've ever met in my life. My whole body's fine. My toes are just done. So I was watching Batman, and I was like, dude, Mr. Freeze. And I was like, that's a pretty solid name. I'm like, that's what I did for this buck. I just froze my my ass off, repeated hunts, because he shows up in late season. You know, a lot of guys late season. They're at home watching. They're done. You know, after that, that first and especially second shotgun season, it's over. It's you know? A, mm-hmm. And uh, I was still out there, like, putting in all-day sets late put, season. Like plus, a, I mean, you got a high 140s buck down yeah, with a bow already. Yeah, you right, know, and I'm just right. like, I, you know, I'm going to keep keep grinding. And that's one thing I always did. Like, once I got one solid buck down, I'm always after a monster. Like, I could have double bucked on 140s, 150s every year. But what's the purpose? Once you got one down, let's, let's go. F- and then Nick knows the one that I talked about that I lost on here. He's seen it. Well, I was after that deer. And I, I was, you know, almost successful with him. And then the next year, I didn't really. I had that ten. I had him the chase when I shot homeboy, but I didn't really have like a giant that I was chasing. Well, besides this big nine pointer that I seen during the rut, probably just a cruiser. But I was like, that deer's out here, and I know at any time. What about the one eighty eight point? That was the same year I shot the the one I lost. Because remember, I called yeah. you, and I was like. I got a 168 in yeah. front of me. I text him, <laughs> yeah. and I was, and Nick's like, "You better shoot that deer." <laughs> and then you let him walk, and the next year, somebody on the yeah. neighbor's property shot him. Yeah. It was a 188s8. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, you know, if you didn't let him walk, yeah, he'd have been a one. A, a 168 is a solid deer. Oh my god! Dude. But a, a one a 188, holy Batman! But I was after it. I was after a toad, you know. Yeah. I was after a freaking yeah. freaking nature. I mean, yeah, you know. You can't even describe this deer. Yeah, yeah. I was after. I, I have a shed off of that deer too. Yeah, I was after a freaking nature, you know. what I mean, and uh, Cody, was, Cody. So Cody shoots Mister Freeze, and he's like, "Oh, dude, this is way bigger than that deer I lost." Yeah. And then I walk in the studio tonight, and we go no. out. We go out and uh, getting your deer meat out of my truck. You're like, shit. Nick and I were just in here talking. He said that. That deer that I lost no. beat this deer by twenty inches. Yeah. <laughs> Easy, yeah. Easy. That, Damn that drop, dude. That drop just probably uh, added yeah. twenty inches to him. Did it go below his jaw? Yeah, oh, like way yeah. below. Yeah. Oh, my I've God. never seen a, a drop like that in my life. You know, most drop times they come off the main beam and they go off to the side or something like that. My dad's got a drop time he found one year off of a. It was a six point. 12-point typical with a double drop tying, a double drop on both sides. Badass shit. It's a yeah. nice shed. 
Yeah. But this drop time on this deer, like it came right off of the the right there off the pedicle. Yeah. It just went down right in front of his nose. I mean, just so it had to go out. It had went to go out, out and then down and down. And, and, and so it had to down. go out like eight inches to get to his nose and then down. And he didn't break it off. Uh, Craziest thing you ever seen. And I shot him Thanksgiving weekend. Which what most people were, I mean, they're like, oh, the rut's over. Shotgun season already came through, you know, and I'm out there like, and a yearling doe, and he ran across a thousand yards of open field to get to me. You seen him coming across a road? No, I didn't. I, that's the only way he could have came. That's oh. the only way he could have came. He ran from the strip mine ground across the road, yeah. way uh, over there, all the way across the field. Literally the way, to 35 yards of your stand. Yeah, within 35 <laughs> yards. Dude, that is sick. So, on a yearling doe, it's crazy, but... Yeah. Once again, if you're not there, yeah, you God. never know what's going to. That day was so cold. It was so windy. I was in there on a questionable wind. I knew that deer was there. I got pictures of him Halloween night, and I was like, I got to get in there. I got pictures and a drop of drop time from the year before. Yeah, yeah. There, there's something about Halloween night. I don't know what it yeah. is, but if you if you got a giant on your piece, it's going to be on your cam Halloween night. Yeah, it, he was there late, but I mean, and then I just I don't know. But anyways, okay, back to Mr. Freeze. We've mm-hmm. talked about that buck a lot, but <laughs> right. it still burns. I mean, right? Damn, it was definitely that would have been a bow kill. Uh, it was a time in his hunting career oh that I mean, it really. I was low. That it, it ended his whole that deer oh, ended yeah. his whole season for that year. I mean, the kid. I was just. I, the, I'm trying to pep talk him, right. and he's like, "Nah." Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But just, anyways. Just the way that that went down, you know, you're tracking him, you kicked him back up, I mean, and then just uh, see him running away. I mean, just. The deer couldn't even run. If 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 you could sprint through a pit cornfield, you could have tackled that deer. Yeah. Mm. 12 hours sitting. That just goes to show you, when you think you hit a deer bad and you need to wait and you wait 12 hours, you're like, okay, if I hit. He's going to be dead. That's why I'm so, like, homie's like, wow, it's been, it's been eight hours. I'm like, <laughs> let's wait 62. I know I, right. I know it's back, but it's been eight hours. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, let's just wait because when you have that happen. But, I mean, that deer's got to be dead out there somewhere. Oh, he, yeah. No one's found him. Right. One of those he, he's gone. probably about 40 inches now after the squirrels. Yeah, I took four four days off work, and then I had Thanksgiving break on top of that. Man. So, I can't imagine the hours you put in to try. I'd stop on the road yeah. faithfully mm-hmm. in the mornings when the on my way to work, and stop and shut my car down, and listen for crows and coyotes. Yeah, to you know to be like okay, pinpoint an area where they're feeding. Yeah, I probably I there. probably called called Cody three three four times that weekend and. Hey man, what are you doing? I'm looking for this deer. Looking right. for this deer. I was like, damn, dude. And the amount of property that I had to look on wasn't a lot. <laughs> right. right. So I really – but the best thing about it was I learned. I took that advantage to learn that prop, property too because I had I had access to track a deer on property that don't get hunted. Right. So I took that opportunity to be like, okay, I'm really going to learn this thing and figure out, well, if I was – like that spot that he was bedded, we kicked him up. That's big yeah. buck bedding all day. Right. Like we got within 40 yards of him, and he didn't even know we were there. Right. You know what I mean? Damn. So, I mean, it's just – when you get in that creek draw, it is thick, man. You get, Even the, late the, season. The one know. that runs all the way, the whole 
Yeah, the one that runs from the road. Dude, it's just insane. Yeah. Thing. Road all the way up through there. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> More full rows and hedge, hedge yeah. trees. That's all it is. Just like where it is at, mm-hmm. yeah. on, on your piece. Yeah. Damn. Just insane. But, like, you see the edge of it on the backside where, like, you can barely look into it. That's what it's like. It's just all the way through there. Oh, right from yeah. that stand? Where we're a shot, Mr. That's, Freeze. That's what it looks like yeah. the whole, whole way. <laughs> Indeed. Just down trees and hedge and. Like draws that don't even make sense. Just like sixty foot dips that are like straight up and down. You're like, right. what the hell is it? <laughs> but that's what we did. We seen him going that sixty foot dip, and we were like, ah, he's got to be there. No way he's getting out of that. No, he wasn't there. Hmm. I remember going out there the next morning. And I creeped over that edge, and I seen a bedded doe. I seen a bedded deer at first. I was like, oh my god, he's right there. <laughs> and it was a doe. I was like, ah, oh my god. <laughs> but you know, that's it. But. Okay, we're, we're, we're gonna call this one the story of giants yeah right. what so uh we were at mr freeze uh i don't know where we were at exactly but okay so one thing that you miss we get the trail cam picks on the what was what was the date 13th 14th october the november fr- november then i didn't talk about this so we get them at the scrape tree like home we talked yeah, about yeah you got it on trail cam like two hours apart from my house to the next trail camera in the yeah. same day i'm like that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then we got him on the mobile. Yeah. And then two hours later, he's on the scrape tree. Yeah. Right. Which, so he's like right. there, he's there, and then he's back there. I'm like, right. dang, man, he's he's running the whole thing twice yeah. in two hours. Oh, he was on Nick's, he was on your cam that same night? On the 14th? It was the 14th. Yeah, I don't know what, the 14th or whatever it was. Yeah. He was on one end of the farm, other end of the farm, and then back within the two-hour span. So, dang. So he started out on Nick's cam? Did you have your cam out? No. No. But he was behind. You said that he was behind the house. Yeah, he's behind oh, the house. Yeah. Then he went then by, by your other By the camp. mobile, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. I'm yeah. like, whoa. And then he was going into that bedding area where right. I shot the buck last year coming out of. Mm-hmm. He was five yards from my stand, but it was pitch black out. Dude, <laughs> ten, literally ten five yards. Yeah. So Once you've seen that mobile cam, you understand Dude, why was, I'm always like, God, it's you should, you yeah. Should, you should have seen my fluid head arm yeah. when that doe was on the mobile cam. I mean, it was just literally 180 degrees up yeah. in the air. I'm yeah. like, this is straight down. Yeah. <laughs> like when that eight point came out with a drop, I'm like, that that deer was five yards from that stand. Oh yeah, 20 minutes after I left. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, so we get him. We get him. He's on the 13th or 14th, whatever day it was. He's on the whole entire property, like from one end to the other, and obviously he's cruising at that point because that's the only yeah. thing you would think he'd be covering that much ground that quick. So he hit that erratic. He hit that downwind side of that little doe bedding I was talking about. Yep. With those three, four does bed, and then he was going up north to hit that doe bedding area, getting that security cover. He probably hit that, and then I don't know if he went on to the neighbors. Then that would make sense if he went on to the neighbors and kept cruising. That I know. I know the thirteenth because I hunted the buck nest. That's the day I shot my deer. Um, I know that was a southeast wind. I don't know what the 14th was but i'm willing to bet it's not a southwest yeah oh it's i don't think it was i think it was going to be i think it was going to be southeast again because i was going to hunt the buck nest again all day i was going to yeah. be back to back because remember i couldn't hunt there for a while because the wind was messed up and that's when i was on boonertown right when i ended up passing on mr maybe yep so up there and then uh we get him at the mobile, or we get him at the scrape tree trail again. And then at this point, it was pretty, it was close to shotgun season. I'm like, he is betting back there. We had pinpointed him down to two areas that he was betting. He was either betting in the grass next to mine or on the neighbors because there's no way 
that there's literally open timber for 150, 200 yards. What what do you think from where that stand is to the neighbors? So all the way through that open timber, how far do you think that is? North to south? Like the No, east to west. Like if he's at if he's at like where the old camper was oh. and he's going west. He's going west? Yeah. There's literally yeah. nowhere to bet in there. No. Yeah, there is. I mean, he could bet they on like, one of those they points. Like, they like to bed late in the year. They like to bed to the, but it would be more to the south, to the southwest side of that. Yeah, back in that back corner. Right, right, he could right, be right. doing that. He could have been doing that. But that's pretty deep there. The crazy thing was, is he wasn't on. We hunt. We so we we're gonna try to bread trail him or bread bread trail him, right? <laughs> we're gonna try to bread trail him on cam. So like, okay, we got him here. Let's right. put one 100 yards, 80 yards. No pics of him on that at all. Yeah. And we, it's literally, it's the same trail. Like, it's not like a deer trail. It's like a cut trail. Yeah. So he had veered off within 80 yards. Right. And cut through that little doe bedding so, and checking right. it. The the first cam that we had him on that, you know, we're trying to track him back to. So we've had him on the scrape tree that we talked about. And then we moved the cam. 10 yards. <clears throat> yeah, you know? 10 yards. Just we moved it legit to the trail to get him, you know. Get a better picture of what he was. Right. So we get the damn scrape tree out of the way. And then the the stand that we hung for me, um, we put where, where the hell that was that a cam that you had on public? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we brought in a cam off public and put there, uh, literally right before shotgun, and he's on one, not the other. Literally, just like Cody said, a mode trail, and uh, he he's not on both. So he's cutting through real thick brush. Like I don't know if he's trying to maybe bump up a doe that's bedded in there. And then get on that other main trail. So did did you ever look at the, all them picks? Because we had like twenty seven hundred picks in like four days. Yeah, I look. Yeah, you looked through them all. Yeah, he, we got a lot of blanks. Um, <laughs> did nothing. It, that one that remember I told you that was like a half body that yeah. was messed up. Not the same date. Not the same date. Okay. Uh, so did he do that horizontal rub on that? You think? I don't know. That might I don't be M fourteen. I, I don't think might we, be M fourteen that I likes don't those horizontal rubs. Don't think we would have got that deer on cam. You don't think it's too far? I haven't seen it blown so, up. So there's a there's horizontal rubs that keep kept popping up on my property this year where they'd pick like a like a four or five inch round tree and then push it completely over and then rub it sideways. Um ten, twelve yards in front of homie stand. Yeah. A horizontal rub. Horizontal rub right there. <laughs> and then another monster rub. But yeah. when people say hunt the fresh sign, we run a trail cam on that since November second. All Till now, one buck in daylight. One mm-hmm. shooter buck in daylight. In just All shit that, weather. Yeah. And just, I mean, just... Junk wind. You couldn't hunt it. No. But I'm just saying, all, all that time during the rut, you got snow on the ground. You got temps, temps where you think deer are going to be up moving. You got all the rut where they're chasing does. And we got no pictures of bucks. So all that sign is nocturnal. Which a lot of people was like, find the fresh sign, hunt the fresh sign. You know what I mean? But if you would have hunted there, you would have never – well, I mean, the trail cam covered quite a bit. I'm not going to say you would have never seen a deer, but from where the sign was, like if another buck was going to go hit that scrape or hit that tree, hit that horizontal rub, you would have never seen a deer in all that time. (coughs) It was all in the morning. Every pick was in the morning. Yep. It was like four, five, three. Did you check that cam yesterday? Yeah, and I told you it was all messed up. I got Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was my – 
I put it in my camera, so I need to put it in the computer and make sure it's not. Oh, just just work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, we've had a just bad work. trouble with cameras this year. So, but then we get we'll get to the actual shotgun season. All right. So Friday last week we left off right into Saturday. Oh, so we talked about Friday when I said we moved the stand and everything, right? No, we did that the week before. Okay, all right. Yep. So, but, so yeah, we, we, got did, the, we did cover that because I had the hunt in my life. Yeah. So we got the stand moved deeper in the deeper in there where I know it needs to be from this year's intel plus last year's intel, and uh, and just seeing deer. Yeah, just seeing, I mean because yeah. there's really right. no trail cam back there. It's just no. what you. Well, see. you don't want to run a trail cam back there. No, there's no deep. way. Yeah, it's too deep. That's yeah. when people are like, "Well, I don't run trail cams because it's too much pressure." Maybe you just put well, the mobile back there. Yeah, you run a mobile or you run a trail camera on the edge, expecting to get nighttime picks, but then you go off like the honey set. That's pretty close to Nick's house. It's pretty close to that field. So really, to get a buck in daylight. I mean, it, it's pushing the limits of being on a field in daylight or yeah. being real close to Nick's house in daylight. You well, know what I mean? even if you go in there in the morning, I mean, you're you're literally driving by that field, pulling in, getting dressed right there by the field, then walking in, and you're going to be walking parallel with the yeah. deer back there, you know? Yeah, so, so, so uh, like we hung that cam thinking, well, this is probably nighttime picks, but we can learn where that, they're going. And we can see what deer is hitting the scrape tree. Yeah, we can see what is actually there. And that's Mr. why a lot Freeze of people, for three like years. I had a guy text me, and he said, well, I don't like to run cam. Or he asked me if I had a bunch of pics of this deer. I said, yeah, three years. And he said, well, I don't like to run cams because it puts too much pressure on my property. I'm like, well, if you, I didn't really, I'm not going to go into detail because I don't really want to know, you know. But I said, if you knew how I ran trail cams. I didn't tell them where they were, but they're all on the edge. Every one of my cams are on the edge. If you go, I have nothing deep. The deepest one's the scrape tree. Yeah, I mean, the the trail cam where I had Mr. Freeze pictures on. Yeah, it was right. I could see that stand from my house. Yeah, I mean, he lost his sheds 100 yards from your house. Not even 100 <laughs> so, yards. I know. I mean, you're yeah. more like 75. Yeah, I mean, I right mean, there. So. Right there, I mean. So he's pretty. They're pretty comfortable with your house. They're pretty yeah. comfortable with that oh, activity. Yeah. I mean, the the one year I had a, a really really fire food plot. Oh yeah, I got two point two two acres. And one year I had a really fire yeah, food yeah. plot. We had a really you found like three sheds like, on it, didn't you? Well, we had a mild winter, and then we went away for Christmas. Right after Christmas, we went away and came back a week later. We got some snow, and I had a bunch of brassicas out there that were like two foot tall. Damn. I mean, I mean it was crazy. It's the, the best food plot I've ever played <laughs> in. I've never been able to mimic it yet in my life yeah. again. So I come back, and there's snow on the ground, and I'm like, that food plot looks weird. Huh. So I walk out there, I'm like, man, it looks really weird. And I got out there, and there's only like two inches of snow on the ground, and there literally wasn't a square foot that didn't have a deer track in it. And that was the year of the last blizzard, yeah. the snow, snow, whatever they call that blizzard now, like six years ago. That's when it hit on shotgun season. <laughs> Remember that day, that year? Oh yeah, and it was like a week. Friday uh, was decent, and Saturday we had a f- over a foot of snow. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, 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 yeah. right. I mean, after we got that blizzard, 
one day I pulled in my driveway and I turned in and I'm like, huh, there's a deer out there in my food <laughs> plot. You know, you're like maybe an hour before dark. And when most guys think food plot, they think does. I'm yeah. sitting in my car. I got my little cheap binoculars there. And I pick him up and I look. And I'm like, that's a pretty nice buck. And I'm looking. And I'm like, huh, there's another one. There's literally six bucks in this food plot from a button buck to like, yeah, the biggest one was a nine pointer. I got the match set off of him. It nice was kind of, yeah. This is the guy to I get mean, the match sets from. Yeah, right? here's the match set down. And here's the thing about it, you know, I mean, he's probably got Mister Freeze has probably got some of his genetics because he's got the bladed antlers and everything, just like this. And where I found Mr. Freeze's sheds last year, this is why I put that trail camera where I did. Yeah. After I found Mr. Freeze's sheds, because I found that match set, one of them, right on that trail. Right on that trail. Right on the trail. And the other one, probably within 20 yards of where I found Mr. Freeze's. Yeah. Match set. Nick's really good at shed hunting. Uh, Not really. He's. <laughs> I think. It, I think the really reason he is is because, like, in my mind, which I need to change. Like, I want to cover a lot of ground, mm-hmm. right? And Nick's like, he's just real slow. You know, I remember going with him and he had his kid on his back and he had like some ski sticks and he'd carry his kid in this backpack which he gave me that I still use. I just used it the other day, and uh, he had ski sticks and he'd just go real slow and he'd find twice as many sheds as I would. Well, and then we went coyote hunting one night, one day, and I step over this log. Nick walks around the log, giant shed laying right there. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I'm like, my young buck just jumped the log, and Nick's like, I'm going to walk around this log instead of jumping over it right there at the base of the stump. That was a nice shed, too. Oh, yeah, yeah nice shed. Real Super nice. nice shed. Yeah, that was the same year we found... Yeah, the other set up the on other, the north. The other yeah. set on the north end. Mm. It's nice when you just live on the piece. You don't have to like get. You, you don't have to factor in like thirty minutes of driving. So that's right, an hour. Right, right, you told right, the right. wife like, "Yeah, I'm going to be gone four hours, but an hour of it's driving yeah. to and from." Right. So then you're like, just like your mindset, you know, like, "Damn, I gotta, I gotta get everywhere. I want, I want to hit this spot, this spot." Yeah. And now Trust I'm going to try this the new wife, spot. I'm like, well, I just got home from work. I'm going to go out shed him for an hour. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> still the same. Yeah, Nick could cover the whole thing. He likes to walk, man. He's, yeah. a, he's a walker. See, my wife, I'm just like, I'm usually working at like 5, 6 o'clock. But then like I'll come home at like 3, be like, all right, I'm gone for the next two hours. Just act like I'm at work. Yeah. Even though I'm home, but I'm gone, you know? Yeah. But that's why I put that trail camera on that, on that trail. Yeah. Early this year, it's because I knew. I'm like, man, I found that monster nine point shed on this trail, and I mean, we you you gotta stand right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of been an iffy stand for you, okay, early in season, but usually it's kind of iffy. I mean, it's a little iffy, but that year I had that food plot, man. They were using it a lot. Them deer were in there every day. For almost two months, They're and you could right get, there. you could look out the window nine o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the afternoon, three, yeah. four o'clock, and see him anytime. I've got multiple pictures of these bucks. 
I'm not talking about, you know, oh, some little bucks. Yeah. I mean, some nice bucks. And they're locked up. And they're, you know, in, the, in like a natural setting where most guys, I, in 20-some years of hunting, I've never really seen deer act like this, you know. Yeah. They're posturing. They're showing their dominance. And, you know, I mean. It, it's what's it's, cool. The craziest thing is this food plot's like, uh, it's like 100 yards, 100 yards from, yards from yeah. my my lazy boy. Yeah, I mean, not it's even. right there. And there's I mean, like no cover from his no, house to there. It's still hunting just, season, and I'm like, eh, I don't even care. Yeah, he's just. I found a shed. We found a shed off of every one of them bucks. Of course, uh, not the button buck. And I found the, a match set off the biggest one. Yeah, I mean, they were bedding right behind your house. Right, behind the right house. there in that little. Like that creek draw that we walk in on. Yeah. yeah. Those two little ripples, yeah. they were yeah. bedded right there all really? that year. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, I was focusing on the north. So mostly. right behind that stand, it kind of Y's off. Yeah. Right. They're on the back side of that Y. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it goes into. There's uh, a re- a really super buck trail that yeah, goes. There is. That goes up into the front field that runs almost. Back side of that pond yeah, dam. Yeah. yeah There's I mean, a little pond dam that's like real grown up. Super buck trail on it. And that's why I always, like, that stand was just, it seemed like a money spot. But I think it's just too open is all it was. Yeah. Once it got later and they got some pressure, they're just like, ah, it's just a little too, just like that whole timber, it's just a little too open. You know, they just don't like to move in it a lot. But, okay, so we're back. We're back here. <laughs> back back yeah. to uh, November 17th. Yeah. So it's Saturday. Second got, day of shotguns. Yeah, Second got, day. Yeah. I got my buddy, Jake, and he... Okay, well, let's back up. So the first day I hunt shotgun, I see. So we what talked about we talked about that tree that was really hard to get the tree arm in, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm putting the tree arm up, <laughs> and it's I got in there real early because this is deep enough that you want to get in there like 40 minutes before light, you know, because you're right on a feed field. And it was probably 10 minutes before shooting light, 15 minutes before shooting light. I seen that giant yeah, deer. Yeah. I seen a giant body deer that like when it hopped the fence you heard it hit the ground you know you're like oh this is a big deer and when i'm i'm literally facing the tree trying to catch the tree arm strap and i hear it jump the fence i'm like oh yeah that's a deer that's not anything that's not a coon you know right <laughs> going through the their leaves and i turn around it's at 50 60 yards i'm like dude that's a tank of a deer like i can't make out I can make out a little bit of rack, but I can't really tell what it is, and I can just see that it's just a huge body deer. I'm like, all right, this is a giant. And I'm like, dude, all I need is 10 minutes of shooting light. So I'm like, and he's kind of hanging around a little bit, and I pull the binox up, and when you get the binox on him, you can see like less, I think, because it's oh, so yeah. dark. It, you need more light, yeah. And I'm like, all right, I can't really tell what he is. I'm not going to end up taking the shot. And then I think maybe 9 o'clock, I see a really nice buck. It might have been that same 10 that you seen back there. And I'm like, that's a nice buck. You know, that's a one high 150s, 160s deer. I got the I got that film Did on you? my phone. I'll show I you pull, I pull this. up on him, and about the time I pull up on him, he's walking away, and he's, and he's pretty far out. He's probably 100-plus, and he's on the neighbor's side. So I'm like, ah, you know, and I grunt at him, nothing. He's with a doe, and I see seven does that morning. And I have does that I know got bumped off the field to the north, right. and they're running in, and they're like 20 yards, and they just kind of chill out right there and feed. This is Friday. This is Friday, okay. yeah. And then Jake, my buddy, he was just super badass of him. He goes, I said, you can get a buck tag, so if anything comes out, you can shoot it. He goes, no. He goes, 
I haven't been hunting very long. He's like, I want to shoot a doe, my first deer, and I want to earn a buck. He's like, I want to do it. Even if it's a forked horn, I want to do it on my own, like yeah. on public or my own piece. That's sick. I'm like, that's badass, right. dude. If that's what you want to do, that's 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 badass. Mad, you know? mad respect to Jake yeah. right there. And he's like, he's like, I know you've been working hard passing deer on this. I don't want to go out there and shoot something. I'm like, I'm cool <laughs> with it. And he's like, no. He's like, I want to do it for myself. I'm like, that's cool. So he just has a doe tag. So I tell Jake, I'm like, all right, we're going to set, we're going to go way back in here. I'm like, you need to bring some warm clothes because we're going to set a long time, you know? And, uh, and he goes, okay, okay. I'm like, you need to bring food and you need to be prepared for pretty much an all day set, you know, as long as we can physically possibly set. And I'm setting in a very tiny lone wolf stand <laughs> and I'm not a big, I put him in the bigger stand cause he's not really he hasn't been in a stand a lot. And I got like a really, one of those big game stands that are harder than hell to hang, but it's like really nice, you know? <laughs> yeah, I hung it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that lone wolf is tiny. Yeah, that lone wolf's like, it's my pack in public ground set. It's really small. You do not want to do a lot of moving on that thing. You know, you don't want it. Like you stand <laughs> up and turn, you're like, all right, I need to lift the seat on this sum gun because I'm, I got very limited it, space. It's, it's almost just, I mean, it's nice for a public land pack in. Yeah. Other than that, it's almost just cameraman status only. Dude. Yeah, because your feet, your feet are like hanging off the front dude, of it when you're sitting it's there. It's brutal. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit in this because this is, I mean, to get a stand in that tree, you wanted something light to hang. Mm-hmm. So we got it in there, and uh, we did that. Did we do that on? Did I pack that in and do it on uh, the first day? We did that on the first day. Friday. We did it on Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did it on Friday because I knew that I want to get a stand back there for Jake. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I was all like, does. I'm not looking forward to hanging this yeah. lone wolf. <laughs> yeah. I can't reach around the tree. <laughs> yeah. But we got it pretty easy. Yeah. It was that, nice. That, that lone wolf's real light. And, but the lone wolf straps wouldn't work. Tree was too big. So we yep. had to use ratchet straps. Yep. But uh, we got it in there and I was like, all right. And then I was talking to Homie and I was like, where do you want to set? And I was like, I want to go back there. I seen seven does. The mobile cam hadn't been really showing very many does the last couple of days. I really want to get Jake a doe down. I said, I know it's not the premium spot to shoot a doe, but I need to be there because this is the premium shot to get a buck that's bumped off the neighbors right. onto this piece. And that's what I was banking on. I told homie, I said, if you're going to see a deer, it's going to use this pinch. It's going to pinch this washout, and it's going to get bumped off the neighbors. And that was my game plan. We knew that Mr. Freeze yep. was going to that neighbor's to bed. Yep. So we had it. We had, we knew that he was over there a lot of the time because he'd had to bed within that open timber, which I didn't really think he was going to do, which he could have, but I thought he was going to be back there. And I will say I told you to go to the north. Yeah. North either stand, the one I sat in Saturday or the one I sat in Friday if you want to shoot a doe for Jake. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I need to be back there with the potential for this buck to show up because that's the this like last year that was my big buck pinch stand like the midday like ten eleven o'clock here comes a huge eleven pointer out of nowhere through there you know what I mean so he's like all right we can get Jacob Doe and then I can just shoot a giant yeah that was my <laughs> <in> plan <midday. laughs> that was my plan like okay we'll shoot a doe early we'll just let it lay right and then I would say because it was super cold it was yeah, gonna snow we'll just let it lay and then you know I'll I told Jake that I said, "Well, if you shoot a doe early, we're just going to let it lay. You know, we'll we'll soak in your your first deer kill. Mm-hmm. We'll try to get it on film. I was like, we can talk about it up there, like how you're feeling afterwards. You Dude, know, first you, first deer kill on film. How sick yeah, would that be? What you got going on? You know, in your mind. You know, how pumped are you? 
And then we get back there, <laughs> and the the morning is just is primo. Like, it is the one of the most beautiful mornings I've set this year. It, there's like no wind at all. It is dead silent. We get in there real early, and Jake looks at me and he goes, "Dude, this is this is beautiful." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, this is." I this think they is were it. calling for a northeast at like four miles an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just perfect, you know, and uh, go back in there. And where I'm setting, the draw is weird as hell, and the wind's actually blowing northwest, which I'm like, oh, it's perfect. That's what I want, you right. know what I mean? So I go back in there, and Jake, I don't know, it's early. He's breaking out pot stickers and shit. <laughs> I'm, digging in, I, and I'm digging into my bag, and I didn't bring a lot of food, you know. I brought some candies and some peanuts and stuff, and I start eating a little. Did you bring any Starburst? Because I, I no, thought that yeah, was a ticket. That, that was that a ticket. State. Yeah. No, <laughs> I I brought a, I brought some those uh, strawberry can- old school candies. Oh yeah, that grandma always yeah, had the grandma nice. candy. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I take those just in case I got a cough or something. Right, I can right, pop right. one of those in, so I ain't got a cough. But uh, I'm I'm eating those, and Jake's breaking out. Oh man, he packed me a jelly sandwich what stat on that yeah he packed me a jelly sandwich folded in half i ate that thing early i was like heck yeah he's like i got you a jelly sandwich i'm like that's sweet you know <laughs> i'm like i don't really eat jelly sandwiches by themselves, but it was pretty damn good out there Just in the straight stand. jelly straight jelly folded no in half bread this booze baller no it, no yeah. peanut butter no i don't really like peanut butter straight so it was good it was perfect and uh then I had a pot sticker, and he had a bunch of food. Man, he was set up ready to go. And I remember I put my, I put my foot boot covers on because, mm-hmm. oh, I was like, I'm gonna wear my insulated boots this time, <laughs> and this is gonna be sick. You know, I'm like, I haven't worn my insulated boots because it hadn't been that cold. I'm gonna wear them. I'm gonna be perfect. I step across a creek, and a huge hole is in my insulated boots, and my boot just gets filled with water. I'm like, nice. I text homie, I'm like, yep, <laughs> yeah. hadn't seen any deer, boots filled with water. <laughs> it's like 8, thir- eight o'clock. I was like, hey, man, you see anything? Nope. And I wore my insulated boots for the first time this year, and they got a huge hole in the side. Yeah. <laughs> and I stepped in that creek and just filled up with water. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude. So I put my I put my boot covers on, you know, and, <laughs> and Jake's like, hey, man, we hadn't seen any deer at this point. You know, it's probably 8.30 or so. He's like, how long do you think we should set? I'm like, I'm like, I want to set as long as we possibly can. You know what I mean? And he goes, all right, so what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm like, well, I said, what I like to do is I like to shoot for something and then, like, challenge myself if I can beat it. After it, yeah. So I'm like, let's shoot for 11. Let's shoot for 11. I said, that'll give most of the people time to get out of there. Because we were still hearing a few shots, you know, eight, eight-ish. Right. And um, we kind of, I'm like, just get nestled in. You know, we're warm. I gave him a pair of my winter bibs and a jacket the jacket i can't fit so i just gave it to him and uh i was like just have it you know and uh he he fixed a link in my a leak in my bathtub so i gave him my old rangefinder too as payment oh the one that sat outside for a week nice still works (laughs) yeah yeah. um we didn't hear 42 shots we might have heard what 14 yeah we didn't hear much and two of them were homies yeah it was hilarious what time was that well get i I don't know do you want to like can i splice in here yeah yeah go ahead splice (laughs) in so we're going to splice in. <laughs> Me and Jake are deciding, or Jake's talking about, like, when he he don't want to get out. He just wants to know what I'm kind of game planning. And uh, he's pretty much like, I got plenty of food. And I said, let's just shoot for 11. And uh, we were, I mean, we hadn't seen anything. 
at that point, and we can see a lot of timber there. Like mm-hmm. we can see, right. see... three hundred yards at one point, yeah. you know, yeah. and we're like, we haven't seen a deer, you know. This is not very good movement. And then I hear boom, boom. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, homie just shot something. I look at my mobile cam, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> know what that was because <laughs> he's sitting at the stand right by the mobile cam and i'm like you you get it down he goes yeah it's all you so i told cody already cody already knew i was going to the stand with the mobile cam there and i haven't been back there in the dark i've been back there you know to hang the cam uh check the straps on everything <laughs> early season and then i got a new phone so i lost it on hunt stand like market so i was like oh geez I was so, like, just go to the ridge <laughs> and walk until you think that you've gone way too far, and then you'll find it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if you so, if you start going downhill, so, so you're you're on the on the the west side. Yeah, on the, not the northeast corner, but the northwest side. Right, right. right. I'm yeah, deep. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. deep. So yeah, I got you. I told Cody. I said. Right. I said, get ready to get a picture of me on the mobile cam because you're probably gonna find me coming back back to that stand because i ain't gonna go deep enough but i come out maybe 10 yards in front of the cam uh i seen i seen the cam and then i was like okay well you know it stands right back there get up there don't even i get everything set up get my camera set up don't even mess with the settings or anything you know don't mess with my iso or nothing i'm just sitting there and 10 to 7 here comes a doe and a yearling out of the bedding and they go they go literally right in front of the mobile and then they get they get by me i swing the camera over i get it on them and i get them in frame i'm still running manual focus and i thought when they first come out that i got it focused on them and then they just walk straight across so i'm like oh yeah i'm good and uh i'm like okay she and then she's looking right at me which cody always says you know uh, deer, when you're in that stand, deer just for some reason always bust you. And but you know, does does bust you? Bucks have no clue you're there. Oh yeah, I don't know what it is about a damn doe. They're just like, oh yeah, there's a dude up there. But I told you if they're on the downhill side, you are like you cannot stand up. And I got like I got that branch and stuff there for cover. I told mm-hmm. you I said. I told him, I said, we need to get this stand five foot higher. You're like, that'd be like 32 foot, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude. well, that's what we got to do because we keep getting busted. In I'm it. like, if you want to shoot a deer that's hitting the mobile cab, I yeah. mean, that's straight down. Yeah. But- so Doe's looking back at me. <clears throat> Yearling has no idea I'm there. And then um, she <coughs> like looks away from me. I get the gun up. Shoot her. Dude, I've looked at this footage probably 30 times. I'm pretty sure I missed that bitch. The first, the first shot. shot. <laughs> I was like, I see shot, and then I was like, yeah, he missed. <laughs> Boom! No third shot. Yeah, he got it. <laughs> no third so, shot. So, you know, on film, trying to be, you know, cool, legit, and then she starts running, like, towards the ravine. I'm like, oh, man, I need to shoot her again and, like, get her down. You don't want her to go in no. that ravine. Right. So That's a whole thing. Yeah. So I shoot her again, and on the film, you can definitely tell I hit her. But on the first shot, I mean, it's out of focus, yeah. but it's my first kill on film. But on the first shot, dude, it's just, like, leaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, leaves. Heck I'm like, yeah. I'm like, man, I'm not sure I hit that deer. <laughs> that deer looking at the film, you know. 
but definitely the second shot, which would explain like where I hit her, you know, yeah. when we were dragging her out. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I definitely did not hit her on the first one. So yeah. <laughs> that's going to be cool when we put that out. And then, uh, she had that fawn with her and then that fawn just hung around for, I mean, Ever. Two, two days later. Two, yeah, like, like seven. So that was 650 or 650-ish. And you shot Mr. Freeze at 910, and that yearling is still around. And then I had two other does come running in on me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, two younger does. I'm like, there's going to be a giant pushing them. Nope, just two does. And then <laughs> I don't know what this... So I thought the yearling that was with the doe I shot was a, a, a doe, but it ended up being a button buck. And then he like comes in posturing to these other two does, comes in ears pinned back, hide all stiffed Rough up. I'm like, up. what are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then he's just fawn bleeding, you know, so I got some pretty cool audio of that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, he's just, he just working like, you know, a 500-yard circle. Right, 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 yeah. And every time you think he's gone, he comes back. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, dude. Making you feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you know, does does Jake want me or does Jake, you know, want to shoot a deer? And you're like, he wants to shoot a deer. I'm like, okay, cool. Because, I mean, I could, I could shoot a deer right now. And then <laughs> I got film of a doe, like, licking the mobile cam. <laughs> I was yeah. like, hey, did you get that? Yeah, I got some <laughs> sweet pics. <laughs> You're like, yeah, dude, all I see is a nose. <laughs> and then I seen a doe and a yearling come out from like the the double man stand or the bedding, the grass that Mr. Freeze yeah, was so in. So you had all the does that morning. That so I had. I had all the does that morning. And uh, it was hilarious. If, if like, you, I mean, we should have probably just traded spots. <laughs> you got Jake yeah. a doe and I'd have shot Mr. Freeze and everybody, everybody yeah, would have been yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Jake's like, homie just shot something. I was like, yeah, that was definitely homie. I looked at my mobile. I'm like, yeah, I just shot a doe. <laughs> so, and I said, did you get her? He goes, yeah. How do you know? I'm like, oh, I got to pick her around the mobile cam. <laughs> I said, you hit her at five yards? I guess he didn't hit her at five yards. No, because when we went in there, I was like, oh, yeah, this is where I shot her. Yeah. Didn't find no blood. Then we started just like walking where the rest of the leaves were. You knew were. where she crashed. but Yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew right where she was. But just like to, you know, follow it back. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I can't believe there's no blood here or nothing, which would go back and explain why. And uh, so at 720, I'm like the hero of Whitetail Legacy because <laughs> I've got a kill on film and I'm getting awesome footage got of, a of other deer, you know, of other deer going around. I'm like, man, dude, this is sweet. And then... Um, you know, Cody texted me, said, Hey, you know, we're going to try to sit till 11. You know, what do you think about that? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You know, we're supposed to get some weather. Uh, temps are good. So, you know, that doe's, that doe's fine. Just laying right where she is. I know, I know she's down, you know, and we're good. And then I, man, I'd like to go back and see what you text me, but, um, you, you text me something. Oh yeah. Yeah. You text me about that eight pointer. Yeah. Do you, do you want to go into that? And then I'll, okay. Yeah. So. We're sitting there, and we know homie shot deer, and we're not like an insanely far way away from no, homie. No, what are we, 350, 300? Probably not even that far, really. So no. I'm like, I'm like, maybe he's, only I'm like, he's seeing a lot of dr- a does, and we're in that pinch. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe something, will, maybe a doe will come through at this point, you know? And uh, I'm like, you know, Jake kind of looked back there and make sure, 
And then Jake, see, I'm kind of on the stand facing this way, and Jake's kind of facing right where all the deer movement's going to be. Right. And he's like, he taps me, you know, and he goes, hey. I go, yeah. He goes, I think I seen something over there. I'm not really sure. Over where? Over, like, down towards the creek. On like, his side? No, others. Like, on towards your the side? south, yeah. Towards the, be towards the south side. Towards the creek, like where I carried Rainer or where I carried Taylor, piggyback Taylor. Damn, across. how the hell did you miss that? I don't know. Sleeping? No. <laughs> and uh, and and he was like, I think I seen something over there, and uh, I was like, okay, okay. And I was looking over there. I'm like, yeah, I can see something. We couldn't really tell what it was then. And then out pops this mid one thirties eight, real solid, real nice brows, heavy eight pointer. He's about seventy yards, and uh. I, of course, like I pulled the gun up, and Jake's like, "Are you gonna shoot him?" Are you, you know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, "I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it." Like, I, I look at him, and Jake really can't get a good look at him. He's seen him coming down, but he's kind of got like a tree in his way. I mean, he filled up his book bag with pot stickers, not binoculars. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating, not yeah. looking. Yeah, so, so, uh, so I'm I'm looking at him. I I get my binocs on him, and I get the scope on him. I'm like, ah, you know, it's a good shot. I mean, I got a good clean shot on him. I could have hit him right behind the shoulder, and uh, kind of like the rest of his body was was kind of hidden behind the brush. And he's he, he turned it over there and looking, you know. And I get a really good look at him without doing anything. Just in the scope. Yeah, in the scope. And I I binocked him too, and uh, I scoped him first and decided no. And then I was like, I want to double. You are a scoping, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, you're. You see a squirrel on a tree, you don't know what it is. Scoping. Yeah. I scope <laughs> I, I binocular scope it out. <laughs> right. That movement, man. I'm just like, okay, yeah. Yeah. So I scope like crazy, binoc like crazy, try to I like to just I, last light I like to just binoc like constantly. You know, just binoc, binoc, binoc to really see if I can it, see it, any movement. I know if you got a good pair of binocs, dude, you can pick up movement like yeah. no other. So so I was knocking that deer and jake's like you know he's he's amped at this point because that's and he looked at me he goes you know he's breathing heavy he's like <sighs> he's like it's the biggest this biggest deer i've ever seen you know i'm like yeah i'm like yeah it was a nice deer i'm like that was a great deer i was like i mean i if there would have been different circumstances i probably would have shot the deer if i didn't have a shotgun if it had been real close you know with a bow i don't really i've I passed deer that size already that year so i'm like i'm not gonna do that you know and then then I text homie. This is at like nine o'clock. Yeah, this is literally straight up nine. I text homie. I'm like, just passed a, a real solid eight, and then he he texts me like the most douchebag text ever. <laughs> so so C- Cody's giving me shit for having to come down, drive two hours, drag my buck out on Wednesday. So I text him. I said he's he texts me. You know, just passed a really solid one thirties eight. I said. And you're the one giving everybody shit about having your antler, your hands on everybody else's antlers. Because I drug out of another buck that the neighbor shot that yep. the day before. Yeah. So I didn't even tell that story. No, neighbor, oh my god. Neighbor a shot heart. a nice a nice buck. Yeah, decent eight. A pretty good eight. Yeah. You know, so I, what I, I did was I pulled a trail cam <laughs> like a dumb crap like a dumb shit on and Friday, yeah yeah and i bumped a deer right to right the neighbor <laughs> in a lawn chair and he was just sitting in a lawn chair in the middle of the timber <laughs> and he puts a hell of a shot on this deer 100 yard shot through perfect. the timber perfect hit and just it it makes it make 40 yards of all the blood and i like i'm walking out 
At this point, yeah, you're, it, you're 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 you can see I, me, right? I'm in the road. Yeah, you're in the road walking down. Yeah, and you're that's because we were gonna move stands. We're gonna move stands and get back. We're gonna get across the creek and, and get over there, and uh, that's when we did that. No, we did that no, before, yeah. but we went and hung the double before. set. Yeah, so um, I'm walking down the road. I can see Cody's orange, and then I hear two shots. And I'm like, well, damn! Like you know, you sat. No, that was Friday. Yeah, that was Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. We're talking about the neighbor's buck. Yeah. yeah. So, here are two shots. I'm like, I text Cody, which I had a missed call from Cody. I don't even know why he called me. But then I have, then I text him. I said, well, is it down? Yeah. Nothing. Get back to the truck, taking my stuff off. Cody's calling me. Yeah, I'm coming. Well, did you get it down? Nope, wasn't me. I'm like, what do you mean it wasn't you? I was standing at the road. I could see your orange. And I heard two shots. What do you mean it wasn't you? Nope. The guy back here sitting in a lawn chair kicked a buck up to him. Really good shot. Yeah. <laughs> just, just nailed him. So went back there. I said, so you're all the way up here. <coughs> heard them shots. And then you went walking all the way back there. And then drug a deer. <laughs> well, like, like yeah. when I heard the shots, I'm like, oh man, that's the trail cam that I got all these pics of Mr. Freeze at. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I gotta go back there just to make sure. It's I not just him. talked to this guy. Like I was walking out, and he's right there, and and he was like, yeah, what? I you walked hunt- three yards from him. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been hunting for six years, you know, and I'm finally getting back into it, and I was like cool man i'm like yeah this is this is good this is a decent spot you know and uh, i'm all about everybody shooting deer you know but when you got a deer like this out there you're like ah oh, man you know here's another guy and it's not really like i'm thinking he's gonna shoot him but i'm thinking okay the wind's wrong for where he's setting that he sent he sent blowing into where i think this deer is possibly going if mr freeze is gonna show up it's gonna be at four yards on his back door yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know? <laughs> and, and he's and he's out He's in the middle of the timber in a lawn chair, no cover around him at all. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, you know, I mean, that's just, there's nothing wrong if you hunt like that, but that's just not how I hunt, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, and then I hear the shots and I'm like, dude, if that's Mr. Freeze, when I walk up there, I'm going to throw up everywhere, you know, because this <laughs> amount of work, like he, yeah. this is the first time he's ever set foot on this piece. Right. Like ever. Goes out there. Props to him for knowing the property line too. Yeah. That was. Go that up was there cool. and I'm like, I look over there. I'm like, oh, Okay. All right. I'm like, oh, it's definitely a buck. I could tell by the body. And then I see its head propped up. I'm like, oh, God, man, it looks like a nice buck. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, it's eight with the kicker. It's M14. It's a deer that we want to potentially pass, you know, yeah. and really see what happens next year. I get up there, and it's an eight that we got on trail cam, you know, like 125, 130. I'm like, okay, that's a that's a good deer, great right. deer. And, uh, and he, you know, he's jacked about it. He's already to the buck by the time I get there. And, uh, it's pretty far drag to the road, and I'm like, you know, I really never know that. I'm like, you want some help dragging it? And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, because he's hunting, you know, by himself. By himself. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'll help you drag it out. So he's a big boy, too. Yeah. <laughs> we needed him on Mr. Freeze drag out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I grab him, you know, and we just take off, you know. And it's probably a three-and-a-half-year-old deer, you know, and uh, not not huge-bodied, just nice buck. And uh, we get him to the road. I'm like, yeah, you can probably drive back here, you know, and get him and uh, be, able, be able to get him out real easy. He's like, thanks, man. He's like, 
He's like, I was going to hunt tomorrow morning, but I don't think I'm going to now. And I'm like, that's perfect, bro. I'm like, that's absolutely perfect. You know, <laughs> great. I'm glad you got a deer down. You're stoked. He's like, yeah, second, this is probably the second biggest, if not the, the biggest buck I've ever shot. I'm like, that's awesome, man. You know, and I spent a little time with him talking about what happened and how the shot was. And I was like, yeah, I bumped that deer right too. He was like, yeah. He's like, it bumped, it ran, stopped and looked back to where you came. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I pulled a cam up there. And he's like, oh, yeah, those are your cams, you know. It- I'm like, yeah, those are my cams. And he's like, yeah. He's like, there's a lot of sign up there. And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, this is probably the buck that was making all that sign. And I was like, yeah, it probably was. <laughs> you know, you know. I mean, I'm not being a dick, but I'm not letting all my secrets out right. that I put in the works. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's probably the, the buck that's been making all this, all these scrapes and stuff around here, you know. And uh, he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, I don't, he works for the railroad in the pit or something. He's like, I got to work tonight, so I probably won't be out here tomorrow morning. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I'll be going through here in the morning if you're out here. And uh, he goes, okay. So I get back, get out, and then, uh, homie, this we'll go back into the next day. Homie shot his doe, you know, and I'm texting him. I just passed that eight pointer. And uh, homie's like, you're already griping about dragging two deer out within a week, and they're not yours. You know, I'm just, I don't, I love that stuff. If anybody calls me for a track job, I'm like, I love going. I like seeing deer. I, if someone gets a deer down, I'll go look at it 20, 30 miles away just to, you know, look at it. I love, I love deer. I love the stories that it creates. I love the work that people put in to, to get it done. And then, uh, so he passed that eight pointer. And Jake's like, you know, that's the biggest deer I've ever seen. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'll grunt at it and see if maybe we can pique its interest. So I hit, grab the grunt tube, hit two grunts, and then I throw a doe estrus bleed at it. And uh, a couple minutes, maybe a minute later, maybe a few minutes later, Jake goes, there's a, there's a deer. And I look at it. And Jake's like, if you know Jake, like in the video, you're, you're hearing him. He goes, you got him, man. Just the most mellow tone. He's Jack, but he's just mellow tone as hell. That's just his personality. So he goes, there's a deer. And this is a guy who's hunted public, you know, and, and I think he's missed a, a doe with his bow once. You know, he just hasn't. He wants to get into it. He's really pumped to get into it, but he just he hasn't really got into it. He works a lot like I do. Same job. He's got family, couple, family couple kids, one with a health problem. He's got a lot going on, you know. And uh, he goes, there's a buck. He said, there's a deer. And I looked at it, and I said, oh, that's a shooter. <laughs> you know? I said, oh, that's a shooter. And uh, I could just, I'd seen it, and I was like, oh, that's a big deer. And what I always tell homie is once I establish that it's a shooter, I do not look at its rack any longer. I am focusing on my cycle of what I need to do to make the shot. So I can remember the shot sequence perfect. I literally turned the camera on. And put it to Jake, and I say, hey, man, do the best you can. <laughs> you know, never touched my camera before at all, but his wife's a photographer on the side, so he's he's got a little experience with it, you know. With a DSLR. With a DSLR. But, just, hey, here's a camera that's 4K capable. Yeah, here's a camera 4K capable. Uh, <laughs> See what you, gotta, you can do. You got to touch focus it. There's the zoom. I didn't tell him any of that. He just got it. You know, so this buck um, is 80 yards coming in. And I get my scope on them, and I got it. I've been I was scoping that eight pointer, so I was all the way deep on nine, you know. 
I wonder really, why you're on nine to get a good look at that buck. All right. You know. Okay. So I was like, ah, and so I, I'm on him, and I'm like, okay, I can't shoot him here. So I back off to about five, and I get back on him. I'm like, all right, he's got to clear these two trees, and he's head down. He's just cruising. You know, I'm like, all right, he doesn't know I'm here. No idea. And I don't know if it was the bow hunter in me or what it was. I I went, Matt. Like, I got a shotgun, bro. Like, <laughs> you ain't got to stop him, you know? I mean... Now that I think about it, like... He was on a march, though. Yeah, he was on a march, but I mean, I don't... He, he wasn't going to, like... He was 60 yards. I mean, how fat, How quick is a bullet going to get there? You yeah, know I mean? he wasn't going to, like, spook off at but anyways, any second. So, like, I, he's... Like, there's these little... There's, like, <laughs> the bow hunter in me again. There's, like, two little <laughs> tiny limbs. I'm like, when he clears those two little tiny limbs, I'm going to take the shot. Like, the... I'm instead thinking, of just plowing yeah, through. Instead of just, just sending it, you know? And uh, so he clears them. I go, Matt, didn't even pick his head up. Nothing. No, and he I'm just like, keeps moving. I'm like, all right, time to send it, you know, at this point. And I, boom, you know? And I get, I know I hit him. He kicks. He runs down towards us, takes off, and uh, <laughs> and he's going. And he's making about 40 yards at this point. And I'm like, Man, that shot felt good. I'm like, I'm going to send another. So I go, out of instinct, you know, boom. I don't even come close to hitting him the second time. And then he tries to, like, jump this little washout and just crashes right there. And then I just break down, you know. And uh, he's 60 yards laying up there on top of the hill. And he's almost eye level with us in that stand, Yeah, you know. And I scope him. And I don't, like, I don't really like i don't get the binoxide i just scope him on five and i'm like it's a really solid buck did i call you or did you call me no you called i called i text you oh I said, yeah i said did you get it down or yeah. you know because i didn't know if it was you or jake yeah i just know you passed that decent eight so i'm like well shit you know what's the chance of two two solid bucks going by so i'm like yeah well yeah <laughs> yeah i'm five yeah yeah so i'm like well you know i gotta go down looking for somebody else, you know, double up with, you know, it'd be cool. Especially Jake on his first deer. Yeah. And, uh, I know that's what you guys went back there for. So I'm just, I text you and then you started calling me. I was like, Oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> and then the first thing that homie says is, did you get him? I was like, I got a buck down. Cause at this point I had a real good feeling that it was Mr. Freeze, but I didn't want to believe that it was Mr. Freeze. So when I answer the phone, I could just tell Cody was shook. <clears throat> and uh, I was like, dude, you shot him. And you're like, you're like, no, no, no. I, did, I didn't shoot him, but I shot a really solid buck. It's, it's probably my biggest buck. And, you know, it's a solid 12. I'm like... You know, at that point, like, I mean, I was jacked up because I'm just like, oh, dude, that's your biggest buck. And I was just like, like, where the hell is Mr. Freeze at? Like, you know, we're, we're, we're out here. We've, we've been out here. Um, I was ex <coughs> expecting somebody to at least get eyeballs on him, you know? So, I mean, I was kind of rejected that it wasn't Mr. Freeze because I wanted you to shoot him. 
And you're like, well, it's a solid 12, you know, but then I'm just adding up the inches. I'm like, well, it's going to be your biggest bug that you ever shot, regardless, bow, gun. I told you 160s, 170s. Yeah. I said it's a 160s, 170, 12-pointer. So I was like, I was like, I all said right. it's a giant. You yeah, know? I was like, all right, dude. And then and then you're like, Did you, have you looked at him yet? I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. This is how this is how badass it was. I was like, I'm going to wait and see if you can bump one of those does to Jake. I was still yeah. banking on Jake getting right? a dose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God he didn't. We'd had two deer to drag out. I was, like, I was like, dude, fawn coming back. I was like, I got does coming out of the double man stand. Like, does went in that bedding. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, dude. I'm like, just walk that, cross that draw and see if you can right. push a doe to us. Right. And I just gave Jake, I said, he's using a muzzle loader that's good <laughs> right. for 50 yards. And I'm like, here's my shotgun. This is going to be a little further shot. But if a doe comes down, you're ready to go. I'm like, let's just walk over there. And we're kind of, you know, chit chatting quietly to each other. And, and Jake's like, you know, you did it, man. And I'm, I'm crying at this point. I cried after I shot him, you know. And it wasn't because was, I shot it with Mr. Freeze. It was just because the amount of work. Dude. What I, I've talked about this on this podcast, like I, mm. I love deer hunting, right? And I put in a ton of work, but there's never been a year where every week, for the whole entire year, I do something deer related. Yeah, and it's because of this podcast. We're talking about deer. We're moving stands. We're running trail cams. We're, we're talking to some guy from Texas. We're talking to some guy in Ohio about last year's. Every week, we're. Our whole focus is about deer. Then we're listening to podcasts. We're, I mean, it's just a nonstop get that extra tip, a nonstop deer like marathon for the whole year. When mostly it was like I shot my bow all year round because I love shooting my bow. But mm-hmm. like I'm shooting my bow, I'm thinking about like killing turkeys and stuff. But during turkey season, we're talking <laughs> about deer hunting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So we're at like we're at Elmwood show in March, and we're looking at giant bucks, and we're I mean we're just doing nonstop deer stuff all year round. And it was just like the amount of work and effort that it went in, and the amount like, like Nick said, I hunted all that time. I hunted, I hunted four days straight. Yeah, I hunted four days straight, three all day sets. Then I drove to Missouri, three hundred miles. Got there at like one in the morning. Woke up, hunted that morning, hunted that evening, hunted all the next day. Drove back three hundred miles. You know, with no deer down. Not even a doe. Dude, I, was, I haven't even shot a doe at this point. I was giving you props for fucking getting up at Missouri. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I was brutal. I mean, I'm a, I'm on, like, I'm running. But, like, I've never was, like, nah, screw this, you know. But when I talked to Nick, I was like, I said, I said the same thing to you. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to, okay, we got, we got, what, five days. I took Monday off. I'm like, we got five days or four days till shotgun season. I'm not going to hunt. I'm going to keep it fresh. I'm going to take a break, uh, you know, and I'm going to just reset, get all my stuff back together from going to Missouri and uh, get get my shotgun ready, get everything going, and then Friday I'm I'm ready to go. And that was my plan. I talked to Nick. I said, I'm just going to take a break. I'm getting burnt out. Yeah. You know, I've just put 600 miles, plus 600 plus miles in a car hunt, after hunting three days straight, you know, and, and cold temps and – I mean, I, people say like all day sit. It's freaking brutal, dude. And all the second and the sit. third day is super brutal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. sitting all day in the cold will just suck the life out. Yeah, you for days we were talking, after you're done. We were talking about that. Like the third, fourth day of the rutcation was just you're like, and that what was bad was the rut was so bad. Like yeah. you didn't even have any like action. action. No midday movement at all. You had like six hours. You were sitting there and no deer. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, we seen that freaking possum that night. I'm like, <laughs> if I see a possum, that's bad luck. We know that. <laughs> two nights in a row, I see, or two nights this year, I seen a possum, didn't see any deer. I'm like, if I see a possum, I might as well pack it up and go home because I'm not seeing a deer. But I broke down on that stand, and you guys hear it from the video, and, dude. It, yeah. You know, I was I'm, just like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure they're gonna. Yeah, hear I mean, we're gonna video, have to but, fix it a little bit. But um, I, I mean, dude, it was it was the quickest. Like, I would not have been that quick to be emotional. But even if it was my biggest buck, I'd have been like, like it's not even down yet. Like, but maybe <laughs> maybe it's just because you knew that you smoked it. Yeah. But dude, you're just like, you know, he's. He might be down. It's hard to tell from the video because I wasn't there. He's down, yeah. So he's down, and then, you know, just at the last... So the video is like 52 seconds right. of, of the Super kill shot. Short. Yeah. yeah. So he's coming in, coming in, coming in. Cody... Sh- Deer doesn't do anything. Cody shoots him still on the move. Deer runs back into frame because he just threw the camera to Jake, yeah. you know? <laughs> hey, Jake was watching the shot. Do not- your best, bud. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know... The deer, he disappears, and then you hear Cody shoot again, and then... It pans up, and he's, like, picking his head up. It kind of pans up, deer's down, and then it's, like, his last, you know, roll of the neck. Yeah. You know, or just the weight of his antlers, because, I mean, the the damn thing, I mean, that's nine pounds. So, you know, just the weight of his antlers, you know, just getting his head over, and, uh, man, dude, it... It just had to be that you were you seen him go down and you're just like, dude, we just got it done. Yeah, like I, I it was it was a multitude of things. It, like I mean, at yeah. that point, I was I was burnt out. Man. Yeah, I was just like, I was on the edge of like, you know, Which, just like just like I told you when we we're talking to Steve Stoltz. I know I was not smart enough to kill that deer, and that's where I was at. Like I'm like I cannot. I don't feel like I can. I felt I felt good. When we got the trail cam pictures in October. Yeah. But then when we were getting in November and moving on, I'm like, man, I got like, I got like the l- first week of November and then that's it. And that's well, it. Well, looking back now, okay, what can you do if the deer is nocturnal? What can you do? You just got to hunt hard and hunt smart. That's okay. Okay. So, yeah. so that, that's what I'm saying. Looking back, like, you know, the deer is nocturnal. There might be a slim chance of him popping up. And I don't know. I don't know what I said. I think it was just a, literally last week I said, you know, we were hunting hard because I heard on the Steve Souls episode when I was listening to it, you know, it made it sound like we weren't hunting this deer, but we were the whole month of October. Yeah. So we're literally hunting there, but I think what when when we get another giant, wherever it may be, whenever it may be, we need to... That's as nocturnal as we need to realize that we're way closer to him than we think we are. For one, yeah, and if he's still showing up, we haven't messed him up, yeah. And all it takes is one, one wind change, yeah, one hot doe. If it's got to keep in the rut, crazy hard, you just have to keep, you just have to keep at it on the edge, just like we were. Just keep doing what you're doing. If you're, if he's still showing up and you're not messing him up, just repeatedly do what you keep doing. Like I said at the beginning, if you're not there, yeah, yeah. You don't know. And what you're doing is not messing him up. You're still getting picks. He's still doing what he's doing. And then when the doing. time's right, you got to crush in there like we did. You got to yeah. crush in and get those real good set. Because we, we would have hunted on that. If we would have hunted that back stand early, I do not think we would have seen the deer movement like we did. I was going to touch on that at my spiel and I forgot. So you have the double man stand and you have 
the back stand yeah. or the shot yeah. shotgun stand. And I mean, they're deep, but I didn't even ask you why we aren't hunting there. Um, I, I know the shotgun stand is probably just from looking at it where it was, it's probably not a good bow stand because right. you need, mm-hmm. I mean, you need shit close. Right. I've yes. had a lot of deer within range, bow range there during <laughs> yeah. shotgun season. Yeah. Right. Move, move the stand and you get one yeah. in range, you know? But, um, man, it's, I didn't even ask that because I knew it was too deep. Yeah. Like it, when you got that deer and you got limited pro- access to proper, you got a- limited access was a problem. Like if yeah. we would had, if we could have accessed that from the other side, or we could access it from the north on the south wind and got like tucked up in that top field oh, or something. Yeah. yeah that's great. That's great, but if you can't if you can't access that, and we did we did never never hunted on south wind. The only way never to, hunted on the east wind. Only way to access that would be and not mess up anything would be on a north wind and walk that whole draw until you're straight away from where the stand is now. Yeah. After we moved it, mm-hmm. and that's the only way. That's the only. But then you're still walking through all that open timber. Yeah, which which the, they can see forever. The neighbor killed that decent eight on. Yeah, so I mean. Stuff better than there, we think it's not better than there. But that's right. that's one thing we really need to realize is we were a lot. We had this deer figured out. We did. We had him figured out, and that's that's what we both said after we at, after, after we shot, shot him. We were like, "Well, he was headed to that bedding area." Yeah, because it he just goes straight down, crosses the creek, up a little hill, yeah, boom, on a flat, there. and boom, he's there. Yeah, he was going straight there. He did not even think about going on the neighbors. No, wasn't even thinking about it. No. So he's going to use that pinch. Yeah. And then right where I seen that two and a half year old eight point come from. Yeah, he's gonna cruise that, hit that that ditch draw, run that ditch draw with the wind, right to the stand or right to that right to piece, the bedding, and then boom, he's because his north is working right in his face. Because he know he's safe right there, right in his face. Because yeah, he know he's safe right there. There's no one in that piece, so he's going no. right there. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'm just gonna go go five yards right by the double man stand on mm-hmm. top of this ridge. Yeah. Got the wind right in my face. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I know we've talked about on this podcast, you know, this deer's, you know, eluding us. And, I mean, he was. Oh, yeah. He was. He was nocturnal. He was just very nocturnal, but we knew his tendencies on a southwest wind. We knew where he's bedding. We had him coming out of the bedding. (coughs) Yeah. And uh, we were right there. He was right there. And we had him figured out, but we just, in our mind, we were like, and you even you even hear it in. We're the, just like we're just getting our ass kicked. Yeah, you know? we're hearing it in the video. Like I'm I'm like, why are you here? That, yeah. I say that openly at, yeah. when I'm holding him after I freak out, which luckily right. isn't on film. <laughs> you the see first, that? I don't know what what that guy was that was released on Facebook where he like gets a hold of a deer and it, yeah, mine was better than that, bro. My God, I don't know what. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, I almost threw wow. up, man. I'm, I'm like, so after after Cody gets a hold of Mister. Okay, okay, yeah, we got to right. go back to the story. <laughs> yeah. We keep getting tangent off. <laughs> Nick Brown's falling asleep over here. <laughs> so, uh, so I get the deer down. I, mm. I call homie. I'm like, I just shot the biggest deer of my life. And then he's 60 yards away, and homie goes, "Have you went up and looked at him?" I said, "No." I said, "Let's let's push it. See if you can push a doe to Jake. See if you can get a doe down." And me and me and Jake like. Like, already really looking at the deer. We're just, like, talking about, like, and we're, like, we're hugging it out, you know, (laughs) for a while. And he's, like, you did it, man. I'm, like, you know, it just feels good to be, like, okay, 
all this work, all this time, a hundred, you know, that many hours in stand, that's not driving. That's not hanging stands. That's not pulling trail cams. That's not, not getting Boonertown cut up with, yeah. a, with the mowing and the hanging stands. and the. That's Trying not to, all the hours that I have in it. That's ass in seat. If you add the time walking to the stand and walking out of the stand, I mean, there's there's 30 hours right there. You know yeah, what I mean? It's right. ass in seat trying to kill a nice deer. I mean, that's that's a lot, you know? And and me and Jake, you know, he's like, you did it, man. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, that looks like Mr. Freeze, man. I mean, I'm like. You thought that? Yeah, because when, okay, when okay. you got there, I was like, do you think that's Mr. Freeze? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go back to when he jumped the fence. Did you think that was Mr. No. Freeze? When he jumped the fence, like I told you, hey, so I when realized. Jake's, when Jake's, I don't know when Jake's seen it, if he jumped before or after. When Jake's after, seen it. After, okay, so yeah. he already jumped the fence. He already seen it. So no, he Jake, already, no, he's seen it before he jumped the fence. Okay. Yeah, he he's seen it, said there's a buck. And just like I told you, when I see that it's a deer that I want to shoot, I do not focus on anything but how am I going to kill this thing. Right. So right. I knew that it was a giant buck. But I knew better after what I shot when it was laying on the ground <laughs> than before I shot it. Okay, so you're like, shooter buck. I can buck. look at the frame and be like, that's a shooter buck. And the reason I thought oh, it was yeah. 12 was because the inside kickers. I seen mm, right. sit five times, and I knew that he probably had a brow tie. So yeah. I seen five times. I'm like, that's a 12. I seen five times each side. Yeah. Because when they're 60 yards trotting, you're like, yeah. oh, there's five times. That's a 12-pointer. Right. You know, he's got a lot of times. I could yeah, tell he had huge mass. Well, there's a lot of antler there. Yeah, there's a lot it's of going an- down. There's a lot of antler. And at <laughs> this, that point, this wasn't the 138 that just went by. Yeah, right. this wasn't yeah. 138. Like there was a huge difference. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. I could tell that this was substantially bigger. You yeah. know? Okay. And, so uh, when you shot him, I just want everybody to know that you didn't know it. No, I did not know. No I had okay. no idea. And I then, just knew that it was a giant you, buck. When you even called me and said, "Get your ass over here." And I'm like, right when I answered the phone, I said, you shot him. And you're like, no. Well, the reason I just, I, shot a, I just shot a nice buck. The reason I didn't think I would shoot him, because in my mind, I'm like, this deer is 100% nocturnal. Mm-hmm. He has no reason to be here at all. None. And None right now because there's no yeah, hot does. There's no hot does. See. There's nothing there. I just, like, in my mind. He's not going to bed within in a my, side In my mind, of- I felt like, okay, that it just can't be him. You know, like, like there's no way I just shot this deer. When I, after I called you and I scoped him, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this might be this deer, you know? And then when you got there, so, you're like, where's he at? I'm like, he's up there. I'm like, do you think that's Mr. Freeze? And you're like, oh, it's pretty messy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I come hauling ass through the woods. I'm like, all right, I'm trying to kick a deer up for Jake because that's what I got told to do. And then I'm, I'm, I'm in a part of the property I've never even been before. I'm like, all right, I got to follow this fence and just go down and it'll just L right, right to you. And then I walk right by that scrape yeah. or that rub. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, dude, I want to take a picture, but I got to get over here. So I'm just <laughs> like, all right, this, this rub is right here. Get over there, get to the bottom of the tree. I'm like, all right, you know, where's this deer at? Yeah. You're like, where's he at? I'm, I'm like, like, where's he at? He's right there. <laughs> you're like, he's right there on the hill. So I look up there. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. If it's Mr. Freeze, he's broke his shit. Yeah. Like I all I seen was the G one or the or the G two and the G three. That's all I see. And then just main beam the rest of the way. So I'm a like, lot man. of main beam. You're like okay. Yeah. Damn, a lot of main beam. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, man, dude, he's broke. Yeah. I'm like, but as we get closer, I'm like, 
there's no deer that's this massy running around that we've had <laughs> I get, on camp. So we, right. so for some reason, homie didn't film it. Luckily, but so anyway. no, 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 no. Here's the problem. We we get down out of the, out of the, just like when you come to my and get on my buck. Like you're on a different camera. Yeah, you, you don't know all the settings. No. You don't know all the tricks and tips. Yeah. You know. So I get the camera in my hand. I hit the record button, and then. We start going, and then Cody starts sprinting. I'm just like, I'm just like, just like, I'm just like, why can't you just like be chill and walk up to this deer, you know? Because he's so been sitting we, there now for how long? Yeah. How so, long? I, mean. I literally go like four steps, hit the record button on accident, so I'm stopped recording. Well, what it, what it was like? There's like a little hill. What it was flat. is you just hit a 190 and it's down. Yeah, a little hill and then a flat and then a little hill. Well, when I got up that little hill and got on the flat, I was like, "It's fucking Mister Freeze." <laughs> so I'm full sprint at this point. Like, is this really him? And then right. I get up there and I lose my marbles. You know, if anybody was hunting within a mile, <laughs> they knew I just shot that buck. <laughs> they know the name and everything. <laughs> They're like, "Someone just shot Mister Freeze over there." I don't know what that is. <laughs> Someone just shot a buck named Mr. Freeze or a doe or something. <laughs> so, we, I mean, we start off cool for like 10 yards. And then, you know, just like Cody said, he gets on that flat, starts running, and I'm trying to run the camera. I obviously bumped the record button, and now we're not recording anymore because I have like three seconds of us just <laughs> literally. You can see the sticks of the stand in the tree, and then there's it just stops i'm like oh geez so we get we get up there sprinting at the end of at the end of this and then i i thought i was still recording at this point and then cody's up there and i i'm 10 yards away he's probably two yards away and then it's just literally I'm like, oh, dude, like, I, like, when we were 20 yards away, I knew it. I was like, dude, right. th that deer's got inside, yeah. inside time, you know? Right. I was like, oh. I remember he was laying east to west, and I got up yep. there, and I got down on my knees. We're coming straight south, pretty much. And I grabbed a hold of him, and I was just like, it's Mr. Free. <laughs> but it was octave high, way higher than that. Yeah. It's Mr. Free. And I'm just like, like. You know, shaking a little bit, like, yep. oh my gosh, you know, this is it. This is the moment, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, like, I sat there for a second, and I'm like... Literally two seconds. I'm like... Put his head down in the leaves, and then you're like... Yeah, I'm like... I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? Yeah, I'm like, so, I'm gonna throw up. And then I was, I was like, like <laughs> gagging for a few seconds. I was like, all right, I'm gonna take this second to be sure I got the camera set up. I was it was like, just like, <laughs> it must pure adrenaline hit me, or like, I don't know, but I'm like... All right, I got I just did this and it's all hitting me, you know? And then like I'm like almost throwing up, like gagging, and then I get back down there. I'm like, "It's Master." <laughs> so when Cody's like, "I'm going to throw up." I was like, "All right, I'm going to get the camera, be sure it's dialed in, I'm still recording." I was like, "Shit, I'm not even recording in the first place." <laughs> so then when Cody like after like 4 seconds of me down with the deer, says he's going to throw up, comes back, "I know I'm recording." He comes back on and he's like, "It's Mister Freeze." <laughs> and then um, that's when I'm like, "What are you doing here?" You oh, know? And then 
I'm like, you know, I still think to this day, you know, I know I put a lot of time in, but I'm 26, man. Hopefully I got a long time to hunt. And to shoot a deer like that, you're like, I I, I say it right there. I don't deserve this deer. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I put enough work in. <laughs> you're like, I don't deserve this deer and just kind of like shun him away. And they're just like, there's no way. Like, yeah, I, like don't, I just I set him down and look at him like, you know, I don't understand that this just happened. You know, I mean... I've I've been hunting I've been hunting a long time with a bow since I was a kid, but not like big I don't buck, know. Like, not like 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 legendary. hardcore. Like I'm hunting the giant buck, you know, and to get no, done, you know. How about I, how about like targeting? Yeah, like you wouldn't say you're targeting. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. targeting. I think, I think that would be yeah. the right word, targeting. You know, even the buck I lost, like I got a trail cam picture of him. I knew he was in the area, but yeah. I didn't have a three year sheds kn- and just a build up. All right, I'm gonna interject here at this point. I know we're getting up there in time, so next week we're going to start off our podcast. We'll talk about some special things Cody did on the recovery with Rainer and his family and how appreciative both of us were to be able to hunt a deer like this. We appreciate appreciate all you listeners making the long haul for this episode. So remember, get out there and hunt. I know it's cold. Start looking for a front and uh, get on the food. So with that being said, have some fun, leave a legacy, and Whitetail Legacy is out.